Yeah. <laughs> we All right. Well, d- yeah, hey, this, okay. is, this is uh, this is Dylan Lindsay. Hello. And we're going again. Welcome. Thank you for uh, not a problem for popping into our podcast. This is my first man. time going, so yeah, this is uh, sick. I was listening to the one you did with the taxidermist. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, and how her whole life, like how her whole view on life, just changed the more she got into her. Yeah. line of everything because she was everything she would wasn't she a vet as well or she's uh um a, a farrier yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. she does uh she does horses and llamas. yeah that's what it was yeah she she was like talking about doing the shoes for like the yeah. llamas and stuff yeah and, yeah and yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and you guys kept that going for three hours yeah uh, <laughs> and we knew nothing about anything yeah but so it was super fucking interesting you yeah know? and like she was winning taxidermist awards yeah, yeah. and then you learn how someone who like has the same views as you like someone who's like oh no like don't hurt animals and then the story yeah. about the deer and stuff and then you realize that they kind of take it into a perspective of like the don't really change their like minds they still love animals they just have a different respect it, for hunting or yeah percent. if, if or, anything or it's like, like it's a great to a greater deal yeah, yeah and that's why she became a hunter and uh and a taxidermist yeah, and also yeah, it's, yeah. it's they, incredible she saw, she saw the art in it as weird as it sounds Absolutely. like the actual lifestyle behind it and she got yeah. intrigued with that and i thought that like i seriously sat there for like at least like an hour hour and a half just being like whoa <laughs> this person's journey it's, it's incredible it's something else right yeah, it's fun. yeah. it yeah, was super so cool having her you guys are actually going out there getting some people that like matter <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Matter, like, and one of them like, is here with us oh, right well, now i thought of this was just a just a buddy deal but well I'm it is no. it is it, it is and it isn't it's yeah, a buddy it's deal like, but it's been so long since i've seen you yeah because you didn't even recognize me when I came that's in the right door. you thought like the whole town of cambridge is littered with wobbly people okay <laughs> <laughs> and you're like ah this can't be the same guy <laughs> right. okay well no one listening to this on Spotify or Apple has any reference. Okay. But sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's start there. <laughs> let's right. just start there. Like, so, well, I guess. What's going on? Not yeah. much. Like, for me and you, I mean, we've been buddies for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, I was, I guess, for the listeners that are listening on Spotify and whatnot, I was born with cerebral palsy. Okay. Uh, which okay. Is, which uh, I don't know what kind of cerebral palsy. I know it's a milder version because uh, I, I like to think of it as a tree because cerebral palsy can go from tons of ranges, right? It okay. Can, it could affect one side of your body. It could affect your upper half. It could affect your lower half, your left side, right side. Uh, it could affect your. What is it? Well, it's just it, what 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 it actually is 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 uh, you get a you get loss of oxygen to the brain uh, during your birth in in one form or another, whether doctor air or just like whatever happens, and your brain kind of enlarges and it always has now it always has pressure from the skull. Right. So it, it looks like so my body when I'm walking around being my sexy palm tree self with all that swag. Right? See, that's oh, yeah. what I noticed right? coming. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot like that's exactly how I would describe me when I'm moving like like a palm tree, a charming palm tree is kind of kind of how like I always, just, always just kind of <laughs> going. Right. Uh, but so my body thinks it's <laughs> doing awesome. it, My body thinks it's doing everything right. Like it thinks it's doing everything you guys are doing. There's certain things that huh. are getting mis- misfired throughout the way. Um, which, which makes it, uh, so they think it's doing all, but there's missed wires or, or miscommunication or like a lag in the program. So that's why everything goes the way it goes when I walk. I can see it, but my brain still thinks it's doing everything. It's fascinating. So, it's, it's fucking unlucky is what it is, but it, it is, is but... it is what it is. I mean, someone's got to win the, win the lottery, right? So you, you got, you got to roll with it that way. And honestly, man, at 10 years old. It was honestly 10 years old right after I kind of moved to this area. It was like, I was either got to, I got to realize it like that. It's not going to be cured tomorrow. 
<laughs> or I could sit in the corner and cry about it, or I could just be like, fuck it. Like, here I am and like deal with it kind of thing and be like, watch what's coming next kind of thing. And I kind of took that way with it and kind of ran it through everything the rest of my life kind of thing. Because yeah. everything was kind of a battle from starting school to finishing elementary school to going through all those things. Just Man, because, no doubt. Just because nobody knew how to deal with me, right? It was really, I was the first person in the London school board with a disability uh, back in the 90s. So, so that where you're from originally, London? London, Ontario. Okay. I was born there when I was, I was born there when I was there, and I moved there when, from there to here when I was like 10. So I, okay. I, I've, I've been in this area, in the KWA, for, pretty much your, for my pretty much my pretty whole much life. Whole and, life. And, right and, and I love it. Uh, and then, yeah, you know, I just grew up with a very open concept about it because I was always raised around normal kids. My mom fought for that to make sure I didn't have to go to a special school or anything. Now, and aside I, from your situation, you are, you, you sound normal. Everything else is oh, normal. Oh, yeah, everything. That, that, sorry, and that's what I was going to say about the tears of, of, of a disability is I think of it like a tree. And okay. luck, luckily, I only hit one or two branches on the way down. Okay. You know, oh, on the wow. way up, like I could have, I could have fallen from the top, and I could have been completely just like you know, uh, no vocal. Like I've seen a lot of guys talk, oh, talk wow. with machines, okay. you know, where you're not able to care about yourself. I have my own apartment, you know, like and, and I do my own laundry. And so like, cerebral palsy stuff. isn't necessarily what you see no. on the outside; it's, it's brain what's damage. happened to the brain. It's okay. brain. It's, it's brain damage. And like I said, I never thought that. Like, oh, you had to come with the realization that it's not going to get better and you're just going to have to deal with what you have to deal with. But now Elon Musk is like out there and he like he's doing some things. So it's like they've cured it in rats. They've totally. cured it in rats. I mean, I'm not looking forward to it because, you know, me as a, as a comedian, like nobody wants to hear jokes about how he used to be crippled. <laughs> All right, so I have a, I have a very small. No, your window. stick's gonna be gone. Yeah, I have a very small window where I have to become a way better writer. So, it, like you know, so that that's what I that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to cash in because you know throughout all the crazy stuff that happened, yeah, I fell. I literally fell into stand-up comedy. Uh, I went to school for like some backgrounds in TV and, yeah. and radio, and I, and I and I followed that through pretty hard. Uh, but I was watching a, a reality TV show where they were judging. There's a variety show or whatever. And all the comedians came on, and my one buddy turned to me and says, "Dylan, you're you're way funnier than than these people because I would go to the bar totally, and yeah. because you have to get used to to <clears throat> kind of de-escalating situations sure. or or expect it, especially when you're growing up, going to the bar and stuff, people are gonna think you're drunk or mm. you know. So you have to. I it was easy for me to make <laughs> them aware. By, by just cracking a little joke about it, you know, like, oh, you'd wobble too if it hit your kneecap, stuff, stuff like that, right? Just to get them all like, oh, he knows what's going on. This guy's pretty funny. He's all there. And the more you educate, the better it gets. And you could, I was doing that with humor. Uh, when, when I was out and my buddies recognized that they're like, when you go to the bar, you crack everybody up with your little one liners and stuff you do. She secretly signed me up for a yuck yucks amateur oh, wow. night. Um, this is when I was 28. So she, she secretly. Uh, sign me up for a yuck yucks. How old are you now? I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm 29. Just turned, yeah, thank you. Just turned 36. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Right on. So, um, yeah, so I was, um, so she signed me up and she told me the night before, oh, by the way, you're going to be on the show. And I was like, oh, man. So, so I, did you have a, a set to do? No, I just started writing down everything. Oh, trip. Okay. Oh, man. Right and on. Like, as I was writing it down, I was like, okay, this is where they're going to laugh. This is the punchline to the joke. And I only had to come up with five minutes. So I fired down everything I had from like. It's not this, easy, though. It's, it's, it, 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 five minutes it's of solid weird. stuff. Is this not. is going to be a weird story for you because it kind of is. 
<laughs> like, okay, okay. Like, like for me, for me, it, it kind of is. And I'll explain that as we get more into it. Uh, but so I went to this, I went to when we had the Yuck Yucks at the Whopper. Yeah, up, up, up in Kitchener. Up in Kitchener there. Yeah. They used to have, a, and then the Rum Runners. Yeah. So what we, so she brought me there and I brought. All, I saw you there. Yeah, I signed, I, um, I brought everything that I wrote at work at the radio station the night before. And I did it. And it was so crazy because every joke that I thought was going to land, like I was like, oh, this is what I'll say. This is where they're going to laugh. This is like, you know, was fucking nailing. I couldn't like, you're right. Like I couldn't believe it in my own head. I was like, it's working. Everything I'm putting on this piece of paper is fucking working. And then when I'm done my, I'm done my, my, my spiel, place and it's the biggest high. I don't care what drug you've ever done in your life. Yeah, you know, except for maybe crack, because like you don't want a house. <laughs> like, like, like I don't yeah, need yeah. to pay bills. I'll just do crack. But like, it is the biggest high I've ever, I've ever experienced, and I'll never get it back. That that first time where you're just like, oh, they get it, and like you're, you're man, like, that's awesome. I did this. I made this mood happen. Yeah, man. That's I, li- I lifted everybody's spirits, and then I told, then the guy told me, hey, come back for amateur, like where they're having a competition the next week. And I was like, dude, I only have five minutes worth of jokes. Like, that's it. I was like, that's, he's like, do it again. Just do it again. And I was like, okay. Came back and I came in second place. No shit. So that's, that's when I looked at it and I was like, well, maybe I should like take a gander at this. Like I was still very. Take it seriously a little bit. Not even serious. I just like, you know, maybe I should, maybe this is something I could take up as a hobby or, 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 or see where it goes. Like my, it's so weird because comedy has always been like a crazy thing to us. My dad's a really funny person. We've always got each other. Like it's always clicked. I grew up on the Three Stooges. Uh, that's my baseline of everything comedic is the Three Stooges um, because how they were writing, you had to be quick-witted as though as much as it's slapstick, a lot of the funny stuff they say Absolutely. is fucking well-written stuff and people forget totally, that. Man, totally. And then you get, and then my dad used to always say, do three minutes, do three minutes. And like, and then we'll, we'll talk about it. And we, he would say that when I was like 14. He'd be like, one day you do three minutes. And we'd always joke about it, can't do it, can't do it, you know. So you, you've had you, comedy training your entire life. Oh, yeah, 100%. You were ready for this, man. And then, then what I seen Eddie Murphy delirious um, after we got, um, my buddy took us out to go see Road Trip. My buddy, oh, right on, my, buddy, my buddy's dad took us out to go see Road Trip when we were little young, like too young to watch it. And uh, <laughs> as soon I as, love that movie, As man. soon as titties came up, he's like, no, we're going home. But he felt bad about us missing the second movie, so he took us to Jumbo Video, got, got us some fucking popcorn, you know, and he let us rent a movie each, right? Yeah. And I picked up Eddie Murphy Delirious, and, sure. and, I, and I brought it there. I was like, whatever, I love Eddie Murphy, I'll watch it. I had not really watched stand-up comedy before. We put it in. And Eddie Murphy Delirious is way more offensive than Road Trip. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say. Like 100% <laughs> way worse. Like, it's not, no not worse. I mean, it's fantastic. <laughs> if you know anything about comedy, it's one of the best things ever written. Yeah. And one of the best things ever performed at the at the age of 23 that, 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 he, totally, that he was at. Uh, but, man, there was offensive material. But I look back at my buddy's dad, and he's just fucking busting a gut. Loving every <laughs> second. Great. There is no chance in the world that the next 80 minutes is going to be stopped by my buddy's dad. <laughs> right? And meanwhile, we can't go look at tits. <laughs> like on for, a movie well, well, for four Tom, seconds well yeah for four seconds well Tom Green <laughs> is connecting with two women yeah. you, know, you, know, you know what I mean and it's just like whoa um, so th- that was another moment that really got me got me into it that is like this is something that's really cool 
and then yeah then everything else just kind of snowballed from there and then uh you just kind of kept working at it and the one thing that i will say about me honing my craft is i always started with that five minutes like that's how i was taught to write like do your five minutes so you can do with your eyes closed back and forth up and down like doesn't matter and i had some bangers in my first five minutes like some really good jokes so i was like i just have to make these perfect and then i'll worry about and then can just continue continue. building the problem is with that with me now is i'm in a comfort zone where i'm always i'm always working off of that so if you've seen me you've heard a lot of the same jokes but if you've seen me enough you've watched it grow from five minutes to 45 minutes so there's always well that's like now don't like any uh, yeah we're also huge comedy fans and even at one point i I did a lot of improv and i i did stand-up comedy very briefly yeah um but um you know, I always I listen to Bill Burr's podcast all the time, right? I'm sure you do, and you know, yeah. I listen to all these guys' podcasts, but they're always talking about the new hour. Yeah, you know, their it's, new set, uh, their new special, and all that. I can imagine getting rid of that sh- old shit and trying new shit. That's one of the hardest parts about it. Yeah, it's gonna be scary. I, I was just having that conversation because <clears throat> I have a, a solid album. Because, and here's the other thing. When, you're, when it's your first album, you've been working at it your entire time that you've been working at it, right? That's why a lot of comedians, their second album isn't as good as their first album because they've worked at their first album for fucking 10, 12 years. Sure. Totally. It makes dude. absolute sense. Yeah. Before, they, before they actually put it on. And then all of a sudden they, they hit, boom, they blow up and they're like, we need another one. And so now he has six months to turn over new material that's not well worked out. It's not... You know, it's and it's not nearly as crafted and as tested as the fucking hour and a half he has on his first thing, right? Makes perfect sense. I was just having this conversation with Courtney Gilmore, who was on uh, Canada's Got Talent. I don't know if you've seen her. She was the triple amputee who came, who was the finalist on Canada's no. Got. She was a finalist on Canada's Got Talent, and she's been killing fucking comedy, left, right, and center, just just murdering. But mm. we were, we were talking about what's her name? Sorry, Courtney Gilmore. I'll get you in contact with her, and uh, she she might cost money. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> All right. As far as that's concerned, she right, might well, we'll cost see. money. Um, but it, we, we were talking about how important it is to stay fresh, you know? And I was like, I have this out because I was like, I'm ready to do this competition show too. She was trying to get me in the door for it and, you know, and kind of work with me for it to get it done. And I was like, I'm worried about recording my album because I always look at once you do your album, it's burnt, you know? It's yeah. done. Like, it, you can't, Makes sense. you can't take it back you know you could take it on tour you can get away with doing it for like another six months but after that you better fucking have another thing in the bank ready to go so i was like i want two albums i want a good hour hour and a half before i, I bang anything out i'll, I'll do reality tv shows or, or competitions here or there because i can pick and choose sure. wherever i want to go to do with it all and and that's one of the biggest things that i'm going on now especially with all my comedy stuff um how it's built since coming back from the pandemic I'm sorry. I'm talking so much. Is there something? This guys, is what it's about. No, no. You this guys is a conversation say? that I just feel. I just feel like. No, uh, no, no. This is. Please keep going. It's so fucking interesting. No, dude. so after running the gauntlet of going around town trying to find <clears throat> shows wherever you could, because when I first, so after the whole amateur competition thing, I, I, I lined up with these dudes that were also at the show, and we kind of started going. Around, I don't know. You know, Bopper. Big Bob Bopper. No. He's from down. He's he's from around here. Okay. But we used to go around and do, like, we would find bars and shit and, and get and do, like, a show with the five of us and, like, this is what you get and everything else. 
Um, but I was hmm. teaming up with people when I had no idea what to team up with. And so we ran that for like a year or two. And it just, it was, I'll give, I'll give it this. The dude who was looking for money, like the dude found shows. He, he found, like he would find us work for, for fucking kids that didn't know a lick of what they were doing. <laughs> he found us work at, at bars every which way. I was disappointed because people weren't taking it as serious as they should. Cause like I was saying, cause I watched them try out new material left, right and center. I'm like, no, fuck, we have a product. Let's yeah, go, yeah, let's yeah, go yeah, and yeah. sell that product and make sure they enjoy that product. And then if we go back there, then we think about, okay, what we need to change for them. You know what I mean? I was like, no, get, get our product golden. And then, but like I had a lot of fucking for it. No, I don't think I should be doing the same 15 minutes every night. Well, it's not for you. That's what people forget the most. Totally. The, co the okay. comedy is not for you. You're not going up there for yourself to be funny. Okay. You're going up there because someone has paid you fucking money and, and, and they want their and audience to your time and they want you to try hard. Like, and that's another reason why I have so much hard times putting out new material. Cause when I go, especially when I was going to these shows on like, um, the open circuit, I guess you would call it like just going around whoever would put or put on a show, give me fucking money to get on. Like I would watch these shows and if someone was bombing, like I'd go there with a plan. Okay. I'm going to do five minutes new material, but then someone like the, they was someone would bomb. Or something would happen where I'd be like, I can't now. Like, I have to come up here and I have to and do what works. I have to do the, like, because I had all these things in my pocket. Like, I have all these things in my back pocket. Exactly. Do what works because I know I can get it back up here. Right. And I always feel like, I feel like these people came to see, I don't like disappointing people. Right. That's everywhere in my life. I don't like disappointing them off the stage, on the stage. I'm a very loyal person. And, and that comes with how I grew up because I was bullied and picked on and and you know the people people would always make snap judgments or, or this or that you know and then the people who get the time to get to know me they realize hey it was fucking actually a decent person like in, inside here and so these are that's why i know this is why this is why i know you for so long and this is what this is why we're, we're so this is why me and andrew this is so why like, you're sitting have, here oh yeah this is why we're sitting here or you know and like this is why i have the same friends i've had since i was i was eight years old you know, because because those people, that's the one thing I can loyalty say. means something. That, that that's the one thing I could say about cerebral palsy is it actually gave me a filter uh, of of people. Because if you don't want to talk to me because the way I walk, go fuck yourself. Yeah, big big you, time. You got you got nothing. You got nothing for me. You know what I mean? And it's not me missing out on shit. And and I and I, and I hate to sound like oh I'll go 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 like it's a big like speak me up, but it's honestly true. It's it's honestly helped me like determine. Who's worth my time and who's not, and I cannot right. I cannot take that away from it. I would not, and I and I think it's had a big way of how I've grown up. I, I'm proud of the person I've become, and I honestly think if I was born with regular legs, I'd be a fucking asshole. Okay, I, I really do. I think I would have I would have grown up a, a a dick. I would have been really into sports, and, and, <laughs> and you know I would I would I would have peaked in high school. All right, yeah. and so so that's that's never know, I, man. That's never what, know. Maybe, yeah, you're right. Maybe I did peak in high school, <laughs> no, right. but like so, um, no, it's the, like that's the whole thing about it. I, and I'm like I said, I'm sorry to jump around. You got whiskey at me, and you know, there's a fucking nice cold beer here. Uh, so if you want to get me well, back take on a track, sip. yeah, if you want to just take, take a sip. No, no, there's no going off track. There's no. Yeah, you, you can actually have a sip. Um, a lot of comedians uh, have had used their comedy as a defensive and and that's what you're saying yeah yeah well, but but you've come to terms with that yeah and 
And now you're just a comedian. Well, no, here's that. That's interesting that you said it that way because that lines up exactly what I was going to say. I, I am a comedian. I'm not, I'm not going to d- d- deny that at all. I'm a handicapped comedian right now. All right. And I will tell you the difference. Uh, I have, I, this is why I was saying to you earlier, it's easy for me because I have to deal with people's perceptions. So that's why it's funny because I can think, why is this funny to them? Like I, I go up on stage, mm-hmm. I'll be like, hey guys, uh, I had a wicked audition for The Walking Dead. And that's all. That's I, hilarious. That's all I have to say. You give the <laughs> you give the audience the credit, and they do it themselves, right? They and they bust out laughing. And I say, yeah, you know, I walked in, and the gate lady said, makeup tomorrow, six o'clock. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jesus Christ. And then like they all laugh more, and they're like, and then I, I'm like, I walk out, and they're like, oh, yeah. I walk out, and it's like, oh, he's committed. You know, <laughs> he's committed. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> Like, that's why it's easy, because I'm thinking about the perception that, that I see or, or that how people see me, and, I, and I'm working off of that. And it's very huh. simple, and it's a very niche thing. I don't, <clears throat> I don't have a set where I can go up and, I, and not yeah. talk about my legs, not okay. talk about my niche. Interesting. When, I, when I have a set, when I can go up there for 15, 20 minutes and not say shit about my legs, about my disability, and just talk about how life is shit, I guess, or, or life is great depending on what your set's about mm-hmm. you know um then then that's what will make me a comedian because now i i can do it without without my legs right and that that's how i look at it many people might look at it differently uh but like i said with courtney same person like she can do that she's fucking she's triple amputee it's very easy to make jokes about being a triple amputee right but to go up there and do do 15 20 minutes about nothing that has to do with the way you look or how you perceived. That's fucking. That's where. Yeah, that isn't. That's where stuff. the hard. I'm that's where you. the hard work is. I yeah. just get to play with with what you see. I get to give you a little peek behind the curtain of however I want you to see it. Well, it's kind of like I mean, it's fascinating. Now, forgive me. It's for, easy. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but it's kind of like if somebody went up on stage with a Batman suit on and then didn't say anything about being Batman. Buddy, I you I, would you would I go, opened what? for that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I opened for Subway Batman. Uh, oh, for real? Yeah, for real? real. For real. Oh. The guy that the guy that got the uh, viral on uh, on uh, in Toronto. For so just a second, you just chose a Batman costume, and there's an actual guy that does this. Yeah, I have yeah. No idea. Like they, from uh, he uh, 2014, I think he um, he went on the Batman. He went on the subway dressed as Batman, and it was just dissing Spider Man. Like there was another guy dressed as Spider Man, and it went viral because he was just taking digs at him, and he 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 blew up. Wow, and really? I, and I opened for that guy. I also, I Jesus. haven't opened for anyone crazy except for a couple wrestlers. Uh, that's like those are the biggest. What do you ones. mean? I opened for Jake the Snake Roberts, dude. Right on. Um, and uh, <laughs> is he funny? <sighs> he's interesting. Okay. And the other guy is Ken Sh- Ken Shamrock. <clears throat> okay, uh, the, the fighter. Uh, yeah, the fighter is the other is guy. He's doing stand up comedy. He was doing yeah. He was doing stand up comedy. His was more like a preaching <laughs> session. But I'll tell you this about Jake the Snake Roberts, man. Because he was doing his um, tour with, um, fuck, what is it? He was, uh, he had just gone through DDP yoga to save his life because oh. he was a big time drug addict. Okay. And, and there's a wrestler named DDP who has a, a yoga. Yeah, Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah, oh. yeah. And he has, yeah, a, yeah. He has a yoga uh, that he does to yeah, help people yeah, with, yeah. with drug. Like he'll have you stay at there. He'll, he'll have you stay at his house and he'll fucking throw you through the ringer to make sure you get off of hard drugs. I've heard of that. And that's what he was doing for, with Jake the Snake and they made a whole documentary of, of the rise. So he was out promoting 
ah, that okay, DVD. So, okay. And I ended up hopping on the show and opening for him. As far as him being funny, if you're a wrestling fan, it's de- always a good idea to go see something like that because you're gonna get some of the you're gonna get some of the scoops of some of the stories that you grew up loving and, and you grew up you grew up uh, like idolizing, wanting like, to hear like like when stuff. like when Randy Savage when Randy Savage got bit by the snake. I don't know if you guys ever did any of that shit. Watch wrestling, no, but like, no, yeah, not really. There's really. a big thing in the '90s where Randy Savage got bit by a snake by Jake the Snake, and it's everywhere all the time. But yeah, so <laughs> he tells you all those stories, or when Andre the Giant shit on him after drinking too much wine the night before. So you hear all that stuff. That's, that, 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 that's pretty funny. Yeah, right? I've never heard that story. Yeah, but I, no. assumed I assumed it. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty. Yeah, yeah, it's probably happened more than once. So that's probably like the extent of what I've opened for as far as like most famous people. I've opened. That's for, a wild thing to yeah. to do though. Wrestlers, man. It's a what random. The fuck? Yo, and the first show I ever got paid for was at the Rock was at the Rock Bar in Toronto for for a for an indie wrestling company. I did their intermission. So the first set I ever huh. did was uh in a wrestling ring i had to to before break there was a dude that stapled his nuts to his leg then that like i was like how do i how do you beat that yeah 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 that was exactly <laughs> what i said I pick said, the staples out that, that, yeah right with your teeth <laughs> yeah. like that, that, that that's exactly what i, I said. didn't want to go there yeah well we're here now uh, but like that's exactly what i said like when i got on stage i was like how do i how is do it I weird though that? when when a guy like ken shamrock wants to do stand-up no. I mean, is it? No, I get it. I get it. You, I guess, when you're an entertainer, you, you kind of just everybody dabble wants, in everything. Everybody it's wants not to when you, it's at that point. It's not when you're an entertainer. It's when you're broke. Oh, right? yeah, like, yeah. Like, like you know what I mean? No it's like shit. how, like, because nobody gave a fuck what he was talking about. Like, like no one cared. <laughs> and he was more like he was honestly more like a like this is how I got in shape kind of sermon kind of thing. Right. Well, you which kind okay. of th- which kind of threw everybody off because they didn't think they were coming for a Ken Shamrock motivational speech. Right. Well, the thing is, too, is if you walked out on the stage, I'd rather hear comedy from you than some jack dude that's been in the UFC and uh, yeah, done so fucking WWF or whatever. Well, that's right. funny. Right. Well, but, but but when I'm opening for them, that that's not the case, right? When I when I'm opening for Jake the Snake Roberts, there's 250 people in there with his fucking toy ready to get his. Yeah, side. yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So so. But like, that must help you with the oh, fan base and all oh, that it, stuff. It helps, especially. Right? It helps to see how my shit lands on a big room. Like that. That's what I. That's what I took from it. Uh, like to, to, to begin with, like, that's the one thing I can honestly say about my comedy is it's not offensive. Like you either get it. Actually, you know what? I think you just get it. Like you can be a, like, I, like, it's pretty, like, it's not too edgy. It's edgy, but it's edgy in my view. Do not, you, do you think it makes people feel uncomfortable sometimes? Yeah, there's a couple that will, um, but yeah. that's by design. Uh, like I, okay. I'm assuming it would. I I will give you I will give you an example of how I've had to change it a little bit. Okay. All okay. Right? So when I first started, I did this joke about how you know uh, having cerebral palsy, I got to do a lot of charity work, and I got to work with the Make a Wish Foundation, right? And the joke is, I never got any money from the Make a Wish Foundation. I just got a banner that goes above my bed, and I say the damn thing doesn't work though, because every morning I wake up handicapped. Oh, right which Jesus. is hilarious but sometimes yeah Jesus. you get those both reactions you get both of those you're like jesus christ that's funny and then you get oh poor dude like you know he goes to bed wishing right and then because no, of, i just said oh because all you got is a banner well okay. <laughs> right? but because of that reaction i had to be like oh i don't want them to feel bad for me for it so right. i was like oh i had to throw in a tagline where i was like oh don't worry don't worry I shouldn't say it doesn't work though, because sometimes I get women in the bed, but only after I tell them it's tax deductible. 
right? That's pretty good. And so it takes you from there, like it's from the awe oh, to oh, okay, this guy knows, like you know, yeah, what what's going on. And so so that's that's an interesting thing of how I've had I've watched because it's fucking dangerous out there to do comedy. I think this is one of the most. I'm sorry for swearing so much. Oh, fuck no, no, um, fuck you, that. You, you yeah. swear as much as you fucking want. Like, yeah. Keep going, you cunt. The, yeah. <laughs> I honestly think that this is one of the scariest jobs you could do. Yeah. And, um, and, and explain that. Just because the way it's shifted. Um, Don't you think like that this is a I think time for comedy? I think it's shifting back. Yeah, yeah. I think we're. I think it's been over on this side so much that eventually, like, which is great, but eventually, because you have to be careful what you say about people and how sure. you're offending people. Oh, you're speaking of political correctness. political correctness of more of more than anything. That's why it's scary because when you're <clears throat> up there, you're doing your jokes. They're supposed to be taken as jokes, right? They're not supposed to be unless someone's being complete asshole, fucking off. Which has got to be a lot of those. Well, people, a lot of I people, mean, and I and I see them every day. I blame Louis C.K. for that one, but we'll get into that for a sec in a second. Okay. Um, but anyway, so it goes. So now we're getting back to the point where, like, it's kind of pushing. We're not all the way back to where it can be like neutral, because um, you still have to be very careful. But if you know your comedy history, there's no more Andrew Dice Clay. There is. That's correct. Like, there, there's no way Andrew Dice Clay. You'd go to Andrew Dice Clay show and you just get yelled at for fucking forty five minutes to an hour, and he would just try to go there to offend you. Sure. He wasn't looking for laughs. He was. He would like and like you know, and that's just what he did. You can't do that anymore. Uh, and and I, whether you think that's a good thing or a bad thing is up to you. And going back to the Louis C.K. thing, I don't think I think Louis C.K. is a great comedian. Whatever your personal opinions are of him, whatever. Sure. Right. But I think he's a great comedian because when he does a joke, um, you what was it the 2012 special? He walks on stage and he's like abortion, and then he does a whole joke about abortion. And but he does both sides of it. Not only like the one side, he's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's either this or it's this to you. You can't be mad if you're if you're for if you're pro life. You can't be mad because there's other people that think you're killing a baby. They think you're killing a baby, like you know. So and then you by the end of the joke, you're like, holy fuck, this is making a lot of sense. That's what I think about comedy too. Yeah, you're, this is making a lot of sense to me. But the thing about Louis C.K. is he's thinking about that. He's taking you through that journey so you can see both sides of the story and understand where he's coming from. He's not saying it just to shock you. He's not, you know, he's not, he's not saying just to get a reaction out of you. He's now going to prove his point and he's going to be funny while he does it. Right. And you like I can't do the joke verbatim, so go check it out. It's the very opening joke of two thousand twelve if you could find it on, on, on Louis C.K. Yeah, Louis C. I'm sure I've seen it. And, but like can't. and it's just like by but by the end of the joke you're like, Whoa. Like you can't be mad at the other people protesting and you can't be mad at the people that are going in because this is what they think, this is what they honestly truly believe, which is totally fine. That's totally fine. That's allowed to happen. And and, and it's the same on the other side. And then then in in there you see the humor. And that's what makes Louis C.K. so beautiful. But then you come to these shows where you have these amateurs that are like it's ready to go and they're just talking about being molested by their uncle with no punchline. You're like, what the fuck was that Yikes. for? No, mm -hmm. dude, that's what you like. That's what you're walking into sometimes. Right. People, people are used to being funny with their buddies. With, with, with like people like in, in their basements or hanging out and that you got to find a different like like it goes back to knowing your audience and knowing how to deal with them you're not making jokes for your buddies you're making jokes for a random group of people and those group of people are going to perceive you one way or the other and you're either going to lose them or you're going to get them so 
<laughs> like it, it's a very risky thing to go out. I'm not saying it shouldn't all be done. And like I was saying, going back to the pendulum, coming back to the middle, uh, it's nice, but it's still really dangerous because you can say something and not mean a lick of it. And there goes everything, everything you've worked for out the window because, you know, you said the wrong thing at the wrong time. And somebody mm. cancels you. I went to a show. Okay, so I did my I did my first Yuck Yucks Rising. It wasn't a rising star. It was uh, the, it was called a future show, a, a showcase for the futures. I guess it was a future show they were calling it. So if I make this, so if I killed this show, I, I got to go to the rising star show for Yuck Yucks. Okay. So I was doing, I'm not going to mention the comic or anything, but he did a joke about his ethnicity, which was Jewish, and then tagged it into his credit line. And then making his credit line being, oh, this is the race I actually am. And you could just be like, oh, that wasn't the right thing to say. And even though everything else about his set was perfectly fine and funny, no one gave a fuck anymore. No one, no, no one cared. So you're always, hmm. you're always one, one word, two words away from losing everything. And, it's interesting. And, and it's, a very, it's a very scary thing so, to do. So honesty you sort of touched on you said if you say one thing that you don't personally sort of think or believe okay. something isn't it, this is what you just said uh man did i did i get something wrong there um i, I went off on a tangent bro i can't fucking tell you <laughs> um i don't know how much of this is disorganized or organized but i'm trying <laughs> fuck it man it's good I, i'm loving this it. is all scripted my mind goes left and you're right. not following the script yeah my mind goes left and right and center as it should, as it should. Yeah, exactly. This is why you're a comedian. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, well, now I just don't even have a question because I, I forget what I was saying. Well, I think you're talking about honesty. I mean, something that's uh, uh, integral to the actual performer, the the comedian, something that's... Yeah, you said something like if you don't believe... If, there's the something, if you of say the something you don't believe in or whatever, then you, you could end up fucking up. Oh, what'd you say? Or Fuck, we, I don't know. I don't know. We got it on tape. Can you ask your producer? Yeah, we'll look yeah, at it later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll look at it later. Call you. DM me. <laughs> um, so have you, have you ever gone too far for yourself? No. Okay. I, I, can, I can honestly say, and here's the weird thing. Like, I, I always feel like I've been decent, but now looking back at where, like, Looking back at where I am now to where I was five years ago, ten years ago, obviously I'm better now than I was. Sure. Well, of course, but, that's that's experience. But when I was back then, I still thought like I would be upset with myself if I a disappointing show to me wasn't a disappointing show to other people. Yes, but that's 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 mm -hmm. being professional. That you just need to keep progressing, right? And if you feel you're not, and you keep then you just keep oh, progressing. It, yeah, I feel like I have to have this chip on my shoulder every time. And I think that comes from a lot from growing up, right? Because I, I don't I think I was talking about it from the school, but when I went from elementary school to high school, um, you know, they tell you what, what grade, what classes you're supposed to take or, or what level you're supposed to take. Right. They put me in remedial because they had no idea what they were fucking dealing with. And remedial is, is you know, um, it's, a, it's a lower, it's a... Oh, I understand. Lower stress or, or a, a individual learning plan kind yep. of kind yep. of thing would okay. be the thing you would say with it. That was their ignorance. Yeah, right. It, and honestly, it's not like I was a great kid and not like a great student in elementary school. Just I, w I was just no different. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I could do shit. I was just a lazy fucking kid. Right. And so I, so I didn't want to do my homework or whatever. And they thought, I think they thought it was just easier. So the first easier for them. Yeah. Just to be like, this is where he should go. Right. 
So, oh. so I went to, so Jesus. the first year, the first semester, man, I went, my first four courses were, I had open, so open gym, like mm -hmm. I had an open gym class. I had an open drama class because I took drama for four years. And I had another one that was another open. I forget what one it was. But uh, define the term open. What is open that mean? is like it's for like it's every like there's no academic. To I it. see. Okay. Like so, it's drama is open. Like so, everybody everybody take like there's no academic or there's no applied drama. Right. It's okay. just drama. Gym is just gym. Right. Right. So everyone of every of of any learning ability takes those courses, and that's what they count as uh, toward your toward your uh, credits or whatever. Right. right? So the only class that I had was uh, remedial English. So I went to my first class at remedial English, and it was a, you know a class of seven or eight people, and you know I'm watching how they're teaching me on the board, and I know English fucking well. Like I, I ended up after this, I ended up English was my best subject. I high nineties all all English my whole life, uh, right? So I, I I watched this stuff go down, and I'm like I am totally like I understand what's going on. I walked home and I was like, Mom, I think. Think they think I'm like special, like I didn't know how. Else, like I was like, they have me. Like they, they. This is what they think is going on. So I had to finish that semester on that course and then upgrade it the next semester. So, but I had to fight my way to get out of that mm. in the public school I right. And then not only did I do that, I graduated as student council president of the entire of the entire school. Oh, uh, geez, but by, by the time I by the time I finished, I graduated. I graduated high school at 17. My first week of college, I was 17. I graduated college by the time I was 21. And then I was also did, like doing my degree and teaching at Mohawk College by the time I was 24. So right now, a lot of us out here are... That's impressive, brother. Well, yeah, yeah. To be impressive. No, no, but it but is. But it's just like that's, for, that, from, that's, how missed they, that's how much they missed it. For us, yeah. look, from out here but, looking right? back. Yeah, man. That, that, that's how it's much incredible. they missed it. That's the ignorance but, of... Well, this is what Fuck. I was going to say is a lot of us right now are just sick of ignorance in the world. And, and uh, you must have been seeing it fucking since day one. I'm Jesus. Not, I'm not a perfect person, bro. Like at all. Like, I've you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, God, God, <laughs> God, God had his peace in that, you know, I will. Although I will say people do say, hey, Dylan, why aren't you? Are you ever angry? And I'm like, no, because I've seen myself naked. So it levels out, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, I get it, man. Like, you know, um, but no, um. As far as ignorance is concerned, I mean, the best the best story I could tell about that man is like, I think bullies are great. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, I don't want anyone getting beat the, beat up or or, right. or to a point where they feel unsafe or anything like that. But obviously, I was gonna get picked on. Uh, obviously, because people fear what they don't understand. Correct. You know totally. what I mean? A hundred percent. There's there's some people that were always there to protect me and never got too far out of hand because there'd always be someone to stop it because there was always a better or or bigger person in in the yard. But I have this one bully, all through elementary school, all through high school, even came into my college. My college is when I shut it down because the first thing he said to me because I'd already been there for a year is, "What is your crippled ass taking here?" I said, I will take you across the street and just finish this fucking business right now. Let's mention his like, name. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm not <laughs> going to do that. And, and like after that, and I, and I hate to sound all tough guy about it, but I was like, I'm just not going to put up with it anymore. Mm -hmm. Like it's it, enough is enough. Well, but the best, here's, here's, here's the best feeling about it, Randy, is I was sitting there. Uh, so this was about three, four years ago. Uh, my, my comedy is starting to go a little bit like this, you know, and everybody's on the train all of a sudden. My bully shows up. Right? At the comedy show? At the comedy show. Dang. And he's paying his own money 
to watch me talk about my dick for for, for fifteen minutes. <laughs> you know, he had to he had to take his kids and get them babysat. He had to find like you know he had to take time out of his day to come give me money. Yeah, man. And so to me, that's a fucking win, man. Wicked. That is a like win. that. That's a W. Like he thinks, oh, he went out had a good time, but I was like, dude, all I really did was was talk about my dick and how you like you used to tease me a little bit, and now look at me now, buddy. You're giving me. I, I learned that from Daddy Daycare. And I was like, that's how you <laughs> from that, the movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's how you do it. You just get their money, and then it just solves everything. Because I always, <laughs> I, awesome. I always grew up with a chip on my shoulder. Sure, it was always like you tell doctors telling me you're not gonna drive. I drove myself here today. Yes, you did. You know, yeah. do, do, like people telling me, you know, you should be, you should be in class with special people. Oh, should I now? You know what I mean? Like, let me tell you that. Let me let me tell you why I don't think that should be a thing. And, and so, and I, I don't know if it's a good thing because I still have it. Like, I I went to a competition yesterday. Um, I, I was doing this this um, my my first showcase for Yuck Yucks. And this is where you you do comedy in front of Mark Breslin, oh, the true. guy the guy who owns it. He, sit, yep. he sits in the back corner, fucking judges your act. He does everything. Now there's a dude that was there a couple weeks before, was talking shit about that Courtney girl I was talking about, and I don't know if we can use this part, but was talk, let me say it this way: was talking shit about a, a, another comedian I knew. Okay. Okay. And so what was happening? Thanks for editing that. I, I don't know. How, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you're gonna do it or whatever, but at least it's there if you want to. But he was he he was talking shit about about this person, and, and I was like, no, um, okay, I'm gonna go here, and I'm like, I'm gonna kill this guy, like I'm gonna fucking that's that's my mission tonight is to go out not not hurt him, but I was like, right. I'm gonna make sure that I do better than him, and that was like I was motivated by that last night. I was like, if there's anything, I don't care if Mark Breslin likes what I do, I like that. I was just like, <clears throat> this guy thinks that he's so much better than than us. Like I'm gonna go out there. And I'm going to fucking kill it. And because because he has a disability as well, like we we kind of walk fuck? we kind of walk the same line and shit. It was it was it was like he's a bully. Too. It was like a South Park episode of fucking comedy, man. It was yeah, a, yeah. It was a cripple fight. It, 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 <laughs> it, it, it was it was something interesting, right? But so okay. But he says this stuff, and so I'm like, I'm just gonna fucking murder this. And and I brought the fucking house down. Copy that. And I was just like, and I was the first one that, that he picked, like that Mark picked out to be like, Hey, I want to, I want to talk to you. Okay. So, so this is my question. Hmm. How did that end up? Like killed it. It was uh, such a weird experience because it was me and, um, 16 other people. And usually I'm used to amateur nights because I'm usually pretty, I'm pretty good on myself because my, again, my stuff is really tested. I, I, I have, I have a plan. I have a backup plan. I, I know which way to steer the crowd. I know I have jokes to go this way. I have jokes to go that way. And, and I'm, I'm, I've gotten pretty good at how to, how to read an audience. So whenever I walk into an amateur night, I, I feel pretty confident. But this show was different because there were people on this list that I've opened for. There were people on this list that are, are serious, big time. Even, even the dude I was just talking about, he had an incredible set. He fucking killed it. The other, the other handicapped dude, he fucking killed it. Did a great job, and honestly, I wish him all the best in what he did. You know what I mean? Um, but but it was a nerve wracking thing because you had all these people who are really trying to do it. This is what they want to do. This is what they put their time and their effort into, and, and they're out here to try to beat you for a job. Like that 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 that's really what it is. Totally. And, and so I go up there, and not only that, Randy, I drew sixteen. So there's sixteen of us last night. 
16 five minutes a piece that's 80 minutes that's a long show to watch 16 different people do comedy mm-hmm. i drew i drew lucky number 16 what oh, did you to, which to some people is like no that's great you're headlining that's fantastic but when you think about it from the other side, these people are already like, tired. Okay, let's go. Wanting to go. You'd rather be in the middle somewhere around <clears throat> four, five. Yeah. So you don't want to be the first one to, to like see to, to be the one to judge the crowd. But you want to kind of have a chance to see where they're going and see what they're reacting to, how to play it all off. And so you're kind of hoping for the middle. But to get sixteen, you're like, oh shit! I'm, I'm a, I, I remember thinking, I hope fucking buddy stay. I hope Mark stays the whole time. Like I remember going, I hope I just didn't drive up here for nothing, right? Mm. But then I went up there. And sure enough, just fucking, I, I, um, I got the critique of going too fast. And that, that's because I only had five minutes. And I, that was my plan the whole time. I was like, I'm just going to go up there. First time really doing a yuck yucks thing. So I'm like, I'm just going to go through banger, banger, banger. Everything I know that works, I'm going to do to show that this guy, I can do it and I can do it back and forth. The only critique he had for me was you go too fast. And I was like, I know because I didn't have the time to slow down and do my faces or, or, or really pace the jokes out. You give, me, you give me 50. I could do the same thing I did in five minutes in 15 minutes, and it's way better, right? Because it's, mm. it's paced out. Sure, there's, makes sense. There's more presence to it. They, yeah. get, they get to savor it a little bit more. But I was just like, no, bang, 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 boom. Comedy's um, about timing. That's it, right? But with five minutes, especially when you're trying to impress your boss, you're like, I'm just going to fucking rapid fire. So what's happening now? Uh, from what I know, cause this just happened yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I, I got off the stage right after and I went over to shake Mark's hand. I said, thank you. He said, actually, I want you to sit down first. And I was like, perfect. We had a conversation. He said, we'll contact you soon. And, oh, and, sweet. and we'll go from there. Good, so, Good luck. Uh, as far as I know, it's, uh, it's, it's going pretty well. Uh, and hopefully, hopefully it continues to, uh, I was, I just missed Canada's Got Talent this year. I was actually getting looked at from uh from casting agencies for season two so hopefully that will be in my season hopefully i'll be in season three is that what they do they go through a casting agency to get on canada's got talent dude i've been oh dude i've done a lot of reality tv show casting i made it uh through the finals through the final casting audition of the first season of big brother uh, I made I made it to to the end of that, and wow. then, then I also made it to one. That'd of the, have been wild. Then I made it to one of the other ones for Big Brother, like one of the later seasons where I made it to like actual um, like where you see the doctor and stuff, uh, right? Like where they I was supposed to like I was scheduled to be like a a, a maybe person, right? On on, okay. on one of the seasons, uh, so like. Sorry, what was your question? on Big Brother? <laughs> yeah, on Big Brother. What's Big Brother? Big Brother's a competition show. Similar to like Survivor, except but they just get full drunk. Of, they just get drunk. Yeah, it's full of d bags. Like oh, Dylan hell, I could have done that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's interesting. Uh, in a house kind of thing, right? Yeah, and they just do competitions and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, I've yeah. gone. I've gone through because I've, I've I've auditioned for America's Got Talent twice. I've auditioned for Canada's Got Talent twice. The biggest difference is that having to do it throughout the pandemic, right? Um, with everything coming back from the pandemic, everything's done by video. Where I really, where I really shine is in person. Copy. You know what I mean? It, it's it's. And you it, have to do a two minute video. It's a two minute it's video. Bullshit. It's a bullshit thing, and that's why I was impressed with myself the second time around because I at least got their attention. I'm the stunt coordinator for Canada's Got Talent. Are, are you really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> where were you, Randy? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the um um and uh, I think they they have two acts that need a stunt coordinator this year. I'll be away with my. Uh, lovely wife in our motorhome bus. Were, were so you not there she, last season? Second yes, best right over yeah, here. So, 
The girl with no arms. You never met her? No. No, because she would have been on a night that didn't require stunts, mm. a stunt coordinator. Mm. So, um, um, but I think Andrew will be doing it this year. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of fun to do. We both did a, a movie with uh, Howie Mandel. Yeah. So it's always fun to see Howie. Yeah. Well, it's always fun, you know. How do I twist your arm to Good get friend. me in front of the fucking TV? <laughs> In the, in front of the TV. Yeah, and how, how do how do how do how do you, I get you to get me in front of Howie Mandel? Oh, that's feel like another one, Dill. I'll take one more, man. Give me All a right. minute. Yeah. I've already written it down. Okay. Right. Because honestly, man, that's where it all that reality show that I was talking about was the first season. Not like because they, they say this is season two, but as you know, this is actually the third season. Mm-hmm. Because they had one like what nine years ago? Yeah, right, exactly. That 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 that's happened or something right. like that, and that was when I was like, that's when all this shit started, like when we were looking and they're like, Dylan, you could win this because it's for Canadians, like, and I was well, like, while oh. we're on the subject right now, like, if if someone's watching this or listening to you, um, who do they contact? What do, what do they do to get? Oh, a you can you can <laughs> you can actually the best way to do it would actually. Uh, Get get a hold of me through uh, Instagram would honestly be the best way to do and it. What's your, what's your handle? handle? It would be standupguy nine zero zero nine. Standupguy nine zero zero nine. Copy that. You can also contact Going Again Podcast on Instagram. Yeah, as well. yeah. As soon as they yeah they contact us. Yeah, we, or yeah. or even if you want to reach me directly on Facebook, it's just Dylan Lindsay Comedy, and then uh, yeah, I'll I'll definitely reach out to you. I'm working on a hmm. website right now. Um, that will that I, I just per, I just recently purchased um, standupguy.ca. Uh, we're filming ourselves to get some content up on there and, and, and getting that going to, to the next spot. I've actually just started doing the layout for the website itself. So that should be up within the next two or three months. That's standupguy.ca. Copy that. Okay. And then uh, from there, we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, Instagram is the best way right now. Copy. And, uh, okay. Yeah, that, that'd be great. Yeah, and That's everyone great. loves going, in, going to Instagram. Yeah, it's I mean it's, easy. it's it's so simple. Yeah, it's, man, it, it really is so simple. Facebook too. I mean, I I don't know what like I don't remember phone numbers anymore. No, 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 no. Who does? I I message people through Facebook. Like this whole interview was set up through Facebook. Uh-huh. No, I don't even like, remember names. They're like, who's coming in? I said, stand up guy. Right. <laughs> uh, that's all. That's all I remember. Which is, which is, so, which is so funny. Because who knows how long he could stand up for. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's such an intimidating job title, stand-up comedian. It's it's pretty crazy. Jesus, man. I never thought about that. that. That's the hardest part of the whole thing is standing Holy up for a fucking fuck. half hour, bro. I saw on uh, British Jesus. Got Talent this young comedian come out in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And the first thing he said was, do you know what I can't stand? <laughs> no, let me rephrase. You, you know, know what? what? I, I can't stand. That's the Harry Potter kid, right? Yeah, yeah. He's he would brilliant. Say, he would say that he was Harry Potter in a Quidditch accident. A Quidditch accident. Yeah. yeah. He's fantastic. Yeah, he's very cute. That there's a bunch of people. Like, that's another reason why it's so urgent to get me on this goddamn show, Randy. Uh, because uh, <laughs> people are going to start doing my jokes. Mm. Uh, because you guys, oh, there, there, there will be one. Is uh, Do you find that with yourself, that you're limited? Oh, no. Not at all? Not so much limited. And. Again, this is something that I discuss a lot with 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 my with, with with my peers is the fact that it's like any other joke you're gonna write. Like I guess the best way, if you're a black comedian, right? right everybody's gonna have jokes about the same shit. 
Sure. Right. You're all, but it's how you get to your punchlines. Even your punchlines might be similar, but that doesn't mean you didn't write that joke. You know what I mean? That's true. Or, or you didn't think about it or, or whatever. And that, that's the same thing I'm running into um, when, when you run into people with disabilities. They all encounter it or uh, va- vaccines is a perfect example. Right. I don't know a disabled comedian that hasn't been like, oh, I got vaccinated. Look at me now. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> you, know I what, you know what I mean? Like, it's an easy way. It's an easy hmm. one to get to. Uh, so but that doesn't mean when I write mine, um, that doesn't mean someone else who does it the di- a different way. But the same kind of punchline isn't right. Right. Like they're both correct. And you, so you 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 can do that. You can you can write both sides of it. You know what I mean? And, and you can be OK. You can be OK with being similar as long as you came it on on your own. Um, cause writing is the toughest thing. Cause I run out of shows sometimes. Like I don't like, I don't watch very much stand up comedy. I don't do it anymore. I used to love it. Um, I it, w- why is that? It's because you kind of like ma- you almost find yourself uh, doing what they're doing or like, I don't, uh, I don't want the ideas. Like if, yeah, if, if I'm, yeah, yeah. if I'm thinking about something and I come up with it organically. Yeah. You want it to be authentic. I want it to, to be you. authentic. I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to think about it because this guy was thinking about it and now I see how he got there. Now let me put my own twist on it. Right. I don't like that. You oh, know what man, I mean? totally. I, I've been at shows where like, cause I want to do a bunch of shit about camping. That's about, integrity and it's going to yeah. shine. Well, like I, like I've been at shows where, cause like people talk about camping and I want to do a whole bunch of shit for camping. Cause I'm not built for the outdoors and that's what makes it hilarious. Right. So every time, every time I hear someone talk about camping, I run outside with my ears, like plugging my ears and go for this. I'm like, this is the time I go for a cigarette because I don't want to have any influence. Right. Of, of what of what that might come to right especially if they hit a banger and then all of a sudden i have like they have a joke about falling out of a tree and then i have a joke about falling out of a tree i'd just be more impressed about how i got in the tree to fall out of it in the first place but like you know what i mean <laughs> so but like that's one thing i've actually noticed about myself i love comedians there's certain guys that i will watch no problem i watch eddie murphy delirious once a year but for myself i like uh, just, just to make kind of oh just to make sure i can still do it backwards and forwards because i can't <laughs> at the bar i will do it for you one time i will not do it here <laughs> right <laughs> uh, but uh but i can do it backwards and forwards and uh i like a lot of john um mulaney um oh lot, yeah a lot, okay. lot of a lot yeah. of jim jeffries yeah uh, i saw him a lot of jim jeffries I'm in Toronto. just because it's funny and bill burr was someone that it took me two years to come around to bill burr Really? Yeah. He's, he's, I mean, from he's an acquired taste. From, from Paper no, Tiger. From he Paper is a Tiger, favorite man. Yeah, from Paper Tiger to him. now, um, like my, my opinion, and I know he doesn't give a fuck, but like my, <laughs> my, my opinion of Bill Burr has changed from like, okay, I see Bill Burr to fuck Bill Burr is fucking. Bill Burr's got it going. Like, he, Yo, knows, man. he knows exactly, he knows exactly all what of he's his specials doing. before that, man, were fucking mint. Yeah. Like Man. I, I, I'm only judging. He's a killer. I've only, I'm only watching from uh, Paper Tiger till now, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah. I, I wasn't really following him. I, I knew him as an actor, but I wasn't really following him. Oh, uh, wow. As, as a comedian, because I always thought he was like really aggressive, and I was like, he is. Right? Like Bill Burr's an is. actor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He plays himself. Yeah, he's in Bra- Breaking Bad, and he's, he's, in, um, he's got that new he's one in with the heat, uh, with. Uh, He's in the heat with. Um, oh yeah, with uh, uh, Lin- um, uh, Linda McCarthy. No, no um, Melissa McCarthy. Mother Melissa McCarthy and, and, Lin- and Sandra Bullock. He plays yeah, one yeah. of the brothers. Okay, so he's in 
that a movie few. because he's a comedian. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But he was in Breaking Bad. Okay, I, I didn't. I've Not as a comedian, but as a as a character. Yeah, it's just no a character, kidding, but because eh? he loved the show so much, yeah. he like tried to get on. And, oh, there know. was another one too, like a Star Trek show or some shit. Oh, or, he did the Mandalorian. That's yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. He was, yeah, he was in Mandalorian as well. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, there's no, there's no reason for it. Well, anyway, yeah. he can get some cash to pay for his helicopter. He's no Denzel, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But my point is, is, <laughs> is especially like how he attacked the, the the transition of, of of the of the social culture, like you like you kind of look at how he's saying. And one of the most impressive things I've ever seen him say is a woman asked him, "What do you think about women in, in stand-up comedy?" And he was like, who gives a fuck? He's like, you do whatever you want. You want to go have a club where it's just you girls allowed in and not let the boys in? Fucking go do it. He's like, the best, yeah. thing, the best thing you could do, go up there and fucking kill it. Totally. If you, if That's you, it. If you kill it, it doesn't matter if you have a penis or a vagina. So, and it, someone's going to notice eventually. Yeah, man. So that's why you just go up there, you do your best, and you fucking kill it. Yo, the lies of Sledgingers, you know? Yeah, yeah. so that's Sledge. Someone, was, try, someone <laughs> was trying to tell me that name. They're like, Elijah, just a lie. And like, yeah, yeah, I get it. But like, yeah, so, but, and it's weird that, like, when you're stoned and watching YouTube clips, that when Bill Burr tells a reporter, yo, just fucking go out and kill it, and that's all that matters, it's weird that that sticks with you. You're like that's because it, it is all, all I that really matters. have to do. There's so much truth in that very simple statement. Just, People I, look too much into everything. If I'm better than the headliner, who cares if the headliner got more money? People know that I'm better than like that. I did better than the headliner. Hundred uh, percent. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and eventually that will translate. So totally. you let it go from one to the other organically, and sure it might take some fucking time. Well, that takes us back to the authenticity mm-hmm. of your performance with mm-hmm. your jokes mm-hmm. because it's coming from a real place well, as opposed to somebody's making shit up and what i can say about that is how much easier it is to write now as opposed to it has been for the last three years um because, yeah, yeah 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 it's been because, a rocky road well, for the last few years yeah well not only that because like you only write through life like you have to experience something sure that that makes it click like 100%. i got i got pulled over um, the other day, leaving the show, I, I was, I was, please in, don't tell me they asked you to walk the line. Yeah. Okay. Dude. So I, I honestly got pulled. <laughs> I'm, I'm working this into my material, right? <laughs> so I get pulled over and I know it too. This is when I have a bunch of buddies oh, here. I have a bunch of like, I had a group of nine or 10 of us came out. One of my, one of my writing partners and best friends came and she brought her whole family and did all this stuff. Right. So we were all sitting outside having a little bit of an extra chat after the show and I went to go cross the street and I had a little pizza because the bar always makes me pizza when I, so I can go home. And this is why I got to be careful with drinking and driving. Like, very careful. You should never drink and drive. <laughs> like, let's just get that clear right now. But <laughs> it's something I have to really be mindful of because of how I walk, right? Because it's, it's okay. Like, I understand why people would call the police. Like, sure. I, I get right? it. Right? So, yeah. And it's not their fault. It's not their fault, especially if I'm walking out of a bar. Or, or Still, whatever. man, that's fucked up. It sucks. Yeah. It's all part of it. And to be honest with you, I should have nothing to fear if I'm not drinking and driving. True. Right? Like, so, and then if I am drinking and driving, well, guess what? You fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah. Like, and then that, 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 that's the risk you take. But I'm usually pretty good at it. Like, usually, usually, I haven't been bad at it since my 20s. But <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, walking out, I'm walking out of the fucking <laughs> bar, like with my pizza, and the, the lid pops open, and I'm crossing the street. <laughs> And okay. fucking, so I'm crossing the street. A police officer is turning onto the street that I'm crossing. He sees the pizza jumping like a cartoon out of the box 
as, as I'm taking my steps. Like, Comedy is timing. Like it seriously looks like like I'm playing a thing of Mario and jumping, okay. right? So the the police officer pulls into the parking lot that um, pulls into the parking lot that I have to walk right by, and uh, and oh I, I look at God. him. I look at him looking at me, and my buddies are walking behind me, and I look at him looking at me, and I, I just look at my buddies. And I'm like, I will be home late. Like I'm like some they're gonna I'm like I'm gonna get done. You know. I was like yeah. I I already knew I already knew and I knew the police officer because I knew he was looking at me like look at this asshole he even he's so drunk he parked in a handicap spot like I'm pretty sure oh my I'm, god I'm pretty sure <laughs> I'm pretty sure that went through his mind right yeah so sure oh. enough I, I I go do one set of I go following my buddy home and go 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 down one block and sure enough cherries right. My buddy thinks it's for him, so he pulls over. I pull over, pull into an ex-copper, which I thought was very <clears throat> funny. Yeah, and ironic. Uh, ironic. That's and funny. I'm like, oh, I'll see you guys soon. <laughs> like, and so, uh, my, so again, my buddy takes off and goes home. And the, the, it's a different officer. So it's a different officer. Oh, than the one you saw. Than the one I saw. Oh, okay. So I thought, okay, maybe he radioed it out. Which sure, is very sure. So, and I saw it in her face and she was a fantastic officer. She was very nice. She was very cordial. She was like, there was nothing. She asked me, do you know why I pulled you over? And I said, profiling, right? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And, and she's like, what? I was like, I have cerebral palsy. And like, this is, this is what's going on. And like, here's my handicap sticker. This isn't the first and time. Like, this isn't the first time. It will not be the last time. I'm like, this is what's going on. And she's like, where are you coming from? I was like, I'm coming from a bar. I was opening, I was oh, the opening act for a headliner and this, that, and the other thing. And she's like, uh, well, have you had anything to drink? And I was honest with her. I said, I had one beer. I like, like you, like today, I had one beer and one shot. And I was like, that's how I roll. And, uh, and I was there for three hours and she's like, okay, um, well, I'm going to breathalyze you. And I asked her, well, if I told you that I didn't drink, would you have asked me if you want to breathalyze her? She's like, well, you're wobbling. And you're walking out of a bar. Like, so, yeah, probably would. And I was like, that's fair. I'm okay. Thank you for answering me. I pass. I kill it, you know. And mm -hmm. everyone's embarrassed about it. But it is what it is. And it's just what, what you got to do, you know. I wow. imagine that she's I, embarrassed. I don't, I don't blame her. I, don't, I do not blame the police officer for thinking the way he thought. I don't, I'm not mad at anybody. Yeah, but now, now having like, said that, I, I mean, come on, I've seen you walk. You don't literally look like you're fucking hammered. You know, no, see, that's, that's, it, the, or you that's look the like case. you're it, it all depends, right? Cause it all depends. And honestly, because like I was I at, know. I was at a funeral. He, I was at a funeral the other day and people thought I was having a hard time, but they didn't realize this because we were standing on a hill for fucking 50 oh my fucking God. minutes. Like they, like, you know, so I'm doing this to hold on to the walls or, or just to make sure, like, I, I understand I'm very awkward. Like, there's so a, it's not just walking. There's, it's, a, it's, there's, there's other things. There's a lot of things going yeah, on yeah. to make sure that, like, I, I'm staying on my feet, especially for standing on an incline sure. like this. Like, I might see, like, you might see me circle. Like, I'll veer or I'll, or I'll walk around in a complete circle and be like, what's he doing? Well, I'm just going for the ride, brother. Like, I'm, I'm just, I'm just making sure, like, I'm going wherever, wherever the center of gravity is taking me to make sure that I'm not kissing the dirt right now. Right, right. And, and so that changes on texture. I can tell when I change textures of fucking walking like that. It's so weird. I, I can tell you right now, whatever they use at the Cambridge Center Mall, fucking the wax their floor, suck shit. Really? Oh, it sticks my foot all day. 
I hate walking on it because I could just, it's just like, it's like a lot of non-stick shit or whatever. And I always face that <coughs> because it's like, cause I, it's not, what I, it's not what I'm used to being on. Gravel is fun, <laughs> right? Like all that stuff. And it's just stuff that you don't think about on a day to day, but you're like, oh, I can notice that shit with one step. Like, like a blind puppy. Interesting, man. It's weird. It's one thing. I, I also also can't walk backwards. Well, yeah, I kind of noticed that, obviously, we were we were sort of trying to tuck back against the, the wall to take a pick, right? Mm -hmm. And it was a bit of a struggle. I found that out because uh, I was 17 years old, and I was doing my radio show at Conestoga College. And me and my two best buddies, Luke and Eric, we were sitting there, and I think they, they, they were having backwards races. And I tried, and I couldn't do more than like three steps. Is it is it more physical or or mental? I can have no idea, bro. <laughs> I, wow, I have, really? To, to this day, I have I have no idea. Um, but but I, I I would go down after three or four steps, and like we were like, is that a thing? Like, what if you try? Like, what do you mean you'd go down? Just you'd fall. Oh, okay. I eat it every okay. time, just like boom, and like just fly mm. backwards. And not only like I would fly backwards. So we were always wondering like. Is that a thing? But yeah, to this day, can't do it. Like mm. I could take maybe four steps and then I'd have to stable another four steps. But I cannot continuously. Is that a part of your set? No, that's a fucking, that's fucking. <laughs> you just try not just, to get just, too close to the stage. To today, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, it's, it's yeah. not a part of my set at all. That's just a real scientific thing no, I, that I, I don't know. It. I don't know why it happens. I don't share that even with a lot of people. Not a lot of people know that it's well, they that, you just that, it with that, a lot that of is people. not possible. Yeah, I hope I did. No, I hope I did. No, it's fascinating. But it is it is a fucking really interesting, fascinating thing, right? Well, speaking of fascinating and science and stuff, you mentioned Elon Musk earlier. Yeah. Is there... Yeah, what is that about? Like, is he he's doing I, something? I don't well, he's know. He's got that the, Neuralink thing, which really <coughs> could be, like, the answer to about, this right? stuff. Now, do you know, is there any more I, in, in another region I, or anything? I'm not, I'm not a biochemist or a doctor or anything. But you don't ask or you don't no, find I, out? Or? I fucking, like, it's not like I'm, I'm not on the hunt for the cure. Okay. Like, you know, this, okay. is, this isn't the hunt for Red October or nothing. No, like, I know. Like, I'm just, I'm just trying to, like, you know. Which but, also was a really good movie. Yeah, 100%. I think it's Robert Redford, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, the, the hunt for Red October? Yeah. No. Um, oh, it's uh, Alec Baldwin. Is it? Oh, yeah. is it? Okay. Sorry, I failed. <laughs> failed miserably as a blockbuster employee. Yeah, Robert Redford never shot. Yeah, Baldwin's anybody. good. No, okay. he's good at what he did. No, he like, yeah. <laughs> or he's yeah. good at what he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's otherwise, true. that's true. Uh, but sorry, what were we speaking about? Blockbuster. Just, just. Uh, oh well, we can talk about no, no, blockbuster. No, 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 I want, I <laughs> no, no the, just the science. Just the, you know, you had said that. You, yeah, you really don't go searching for it. And I, I understand that yeah. you have a life to live. You're not gonna I'm fucking not, spend not, it I'm all. I'm not worried. I'm not worried if they're gonna find a cure in my lifetime. Right. Okay. You know, uh, okay. I, I do think there will be a time, I think, where your kids or, or grandkids or, or, or whichever way you, got, you, you turn, I think in the next 50 years, it could be a, like we could be living in some real Gattaca shit. I have no doubt. Um, 100% designer human stuff. I, I do. I love people who speak in movie. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, it's, it's, all part, it's all part of, like I said, it's based because I, I worked in a movie store from the time I was. 14 yeah. to 26. Yeah. I worked for both Rogers and Blockbuster. I know you now, man. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> you know exactly. You remember now, I right? So, You're so well. Little blonde haired kid with glasses <clears throat> and shit. 100%. Yeah. So yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From back in the day. But, uh, yeah, so yeah, I don't go chasing other science. Although, when stuff pops up, like. You like might I, be there. Like I said, I, I noticed that they cured it in rats. So. 
Yeah, like, man. It's on. Like they're, they're trying. It's really beautiful stuff. So I have a question. So <clears throat> to cure it in rats, do they first give rats? Well, yeah. Eventually, one will be born. They don't give it to them because it's something they're born with. But eventually, over time. No, 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 no. So the uh, what? I, okay. Wait. I'm, so it's a I'm, genetic. I'm, no, just a okay, second. Okay. So, so the. A rat is born with cerebral palsy? Yeah, it's not hereditary. First off, cerebral palsy is not hereditary. Um, okay. So it's not passed down. Like it's, it's honestly a fluke or something that just happens, right? Right. But yeah, that's how it happens. That's how they find it. They find a rat. And they have, with a similar... They, they, like, there's rats born with Down syndrome and cerebral palsy and spina bifida. Oh, this is the first I've heard of this ever in my life. All the shit. All okay. the shit. There are dogs. There's dogs and everything born with that shit. Like... You, they just usually don't sell those ones, uh, right? Uh, but uh, fuck. So I, I'm sorry to get dark there, but like, no, no, like that's I, I'm what, learning that's something what, that's here. That's what really huge. happens, right? Uh, but yeah, they, they find these things in in, um, in 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 mouse in in mice and shit, and then they go and they do their science through them with those ones and and, and figure it out. Fruit flies is another one too, which I don't know how you even discover. That doesn't even they, make sense, right? That that one I yeah. have a trouble buying. I, like how can you tell the difference? Whatever uh, they are, I clap them dead. Yeah. yeah. Like how can you tell the difference between a cereal probably fruit fly? Like does he find crazy eights or what's going on? <laughs> they all do. Right? Like what's going on? I don't get it. They just don't move backwards. But yeah, yeah, right? yeah, they can't fly they can't fly backwards. They keep that's a good one. Fuck. So yeah, no, but yeah, that's what happens. It's because it's just it's just like I said, it's a lottery, right? Yeah. Yeah, you win it or, or you lose it or you yeah. And like I said, I don't feel bad about it. Like it could have. I think it's great that it molded me into the person that I am. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah. Um. I. I. And, and I. And I hold a lot of credit to it. Sure, there's things that fuck that were in my life that sucked, and like that weren't perfect. And sure, some man. stuff I can't really get a get a hold on still. But like that's just from being thirty. So like, so here's what I'll tell you: what freaks me out. Sometimes I'm just like, oh man, I can't. Is it me that's going crazy? But I'm like, no, all women are crazy. It's not just me who can't figure out women. Like everybody can't figure out women, so like like that. So is it all? Is it out. is it yeah. all? Is it? Objective? I'm older than you, yeah. and I still can't. So yeah, you know. Don't what, look forward you know to I figuring mean? it out. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> oh, am I like? Is it is it because of my cerebral palsy <clears> that <throat> I think this way? It's like no, it's like it's just crazy. Like nope. just every like it's that's the thing that happens. Like when I'll be driving and like stuff like that. Like just the little things that, that's relieving to me. Like oh, it's not just me. Like that's not a me thing. That's, Listen, man, that's we have other people. Think we ha- too, we have right? a woman directing and editing uh, this yeah. this show, and and it scares the shit out of me. <laughs> well, Absolutely, I, I think she's doing a fantastic job. I mean, it only took her how many times to take a photo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, D. No. no, it wasn't her fault. No. You couldn't back up. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that, true. I, I will eat that for. <laughs> not being able to walk backwards yeah <laughs> so you you talked about bullying yeah um it, is there anybody in your audience or anybody any fans maybe or maybe maybe not uh who who go too far said something too far oh or are you pretty oh that, that's an interesting that, question that, that all depends who you are like I understand what you're saying. Like, can yeah. I get? You're pretty much asking, do I get offended? Well, no, it's, no, no, no. Really, no. Anybody in the audience? Are they oh. anybody an asshole in the audience? Oh. Yeah. Is anybody saying something that really is just like, whoa, man? Because come on, there, there's obviously, it's okay. not even a line. It's like a lack of, um, a lack of uh, self awareness or like 
something when they went so somebody might not even be trying to offend you so much as they just said something that everyone went god dude the tastelessness like, is like, just is hecklers like i don't I, yeah maybe a heckler or just a heckler is not something i really had to deal besides someone being too loud ran, yelling a random word uh you know like 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 chicky chew or whatever all the time because it got a hit earlier on in the show right or, or chicky chew? yeah dude that happened two nights ago what like, was that? So some woman from Vietnam just yelled, kept yelling Chicky Choo halfway through. What the, does that mean? What is that? Yeah. Fuck if I know, man. Chicky Choo? We still haven't figured it out. Chicky Choo? We still, we still haven't figured it out like two days later. I don't care because I'm going to work tomorrow and somebody's going to ask me how I'm doing and I'm going to say Chicky Choo. Right, yeah. And like, but like that's, and gonna go, okay. that's how she kept, that she kept mm. doing it through and interrupting everyone's performance, right? Thinking it's funny. Yeah. Like, cause they wanted, cause like they want to be part, they, like people forget that, like hecklers come and they forget like they're not part of the show, right? You know, mm-hmm. some of them are good. I don't want to take that away from them. Some of them can get get away with it and do it well, and but that all depends with the rapport that they build with the comedian on stage, right? Right? Because yeah. at that point, it's the comedian's choice whether you stay or go. Uh, like, and but and, that's also like a social ability or something like that, right? You that have they, to, you, and that's a tough social ability to have. Do, totally, because totally. you don't. You have to know when you're taking it too far or when you're taking it away. From the audience, it's great to do audience participation, especially with yeah, someone, especially yeah. with someone who's heckling or when or it's good, it's good. On the phone. Yeah, yeah, it is super good and super. It's super hard to do, to to make an organic moment happen. Yeah, and then, yeah. and then to have that be able to be a callback for the rest of the show. I remember being at one show and this one dude just found out someone's name was nickname was Sandbox as a child, and the whole show just coming back. What do you think, Sandbox? And everyone. Boom! Every time you mention sandbox, explosion. Yeah, well, it becomes a running joke. Right, it becomes a running <clears throat> but joke. But it's an organic an running organic joke that yeah. everyone was in on. Yeah, everyone from, in this place from, tonight. From the beginning, it's like an inside joke that you built with everybody. Exactly. And so everybody yeah. gets it. And only one guy goes home crying. Right. Exactly. Sandbox. Yeah, sandbox. sandbox <laughs> goes home crying. Exactly. Right. And that that's the that's the beautiful thing about it. How to turn a heckler? It's hard. I, I haven't really been heckled because I think they think that's mean. Okay. Um, See, like, now that's interesting. I, I think I honestly do, man. I honestly think <laughs> I honestly think that they think that's mean. Uh, I do give people a hard time because the one joke I get the worst reaction, but the best because it's my favorite, <laughs> is I do a joke about. Okay, so I have impressions. Like I say, I have impressions that I gotta do. All right, so I I end the show, or I or I have a part of the show where I do an impression of um, Rick Hansen. Okay. Which if you, Rick Hansen, yeah, yeah, the man the, in the, motion. The guy in the wheelchair Ooh, that went across Canada. He was a man. No, I didn't know. I thought he... Well, he went somewhere. He climbed the CN Tower stairs in his wheelchair because he wanted to make a bunch of people late for shit. What? That, that's the... That's the <laughs> yeah. That, like, that's the only thing I could think of, right? What the fuck? That's what he did. So in his wheelchair with crutches, he climbed up the CN Tower stairs. Oh, my God. That was his big thing. That's and he, incredible. Yes, though. he might have went across... Did he do that? Yeah, yeah. He might have went across the nation in his Yeah, wheelchair. I shook his hand on yeah, the streets of Kitchener. Yeah, like, that was before my time, probably. Yeah, man. Yeah. But, like, so I have an impression of... And he's, he's bound to a wheelchair. Um, mm-hmm. So I have an, a joke about doing uh, the hurdles at the, at the Olympics as Rick Hansen. Which is as fucking perfect as it sounds, right? Fuck. Ow. Ow, right? Like that, that's exactly what it is. Oh, man, can you see that That's coming? exactly what it is. But before I get into that joke, I tell him, okay, guys, I'm about to do an impression for you. I don't do many impressions, but I do, I'm do. i working on Terry Fox, but I can't get the squeak right. 
right? Oh, oh wow. Right? Yeah, right? And like people are like, oh, because he's a fucking hero. He's a he- nation he's a hero. a fucking hero, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, I get it. I love Tay Fox too. Hero of mine growing up, 100%. Yeah. But they treated horses better. Like, they, they, they didn't even make horses run across the country before they shot him. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm going to his show. Like, come on. Yeah, man. Like, I honestly feel that way. And so when they when they make that face and they and uh, don't get me wrong, I think the Tay Fox of run, course like don't like a lot of this stuff is jokes. Tay Fox of is a national hero. I love him. No one we, should take this out no of context. That's no the one, thing is everyone should no agree one on should, this. No, no one problem. should take and I and I get it too. But that's why the joke is funny. All right, because you're you're taking a small shot that I that I can take. Yeah, at, at someone who inspired me a lot growing up. You know, I can say, oh, I can't get the squeak right. People go, oh, I'm like. Fuck you, I'm on the team. Yeah, man. Like, you know what I mean? I'm allowed to do it. He would think it's funny. Like, you know, I'm pretty sure he would think it's funny. Everything else in between, right? And people forget about that stuff. That, that, and that's where I'm coming from. It's all a place of humor first. Well, let me ask yeah. you this. If, if, if someone who, who does not have <clears throat> uh, any uh, physical or, or visible uh, handicap uh, makes fun of cerebral palsy does it is it offensive no okay there's a way to do it it's offensive if you just punch down yeah yeah. all right do you know what i mean by punch down yes 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 i've heard the term about a billion times this year so if 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 you know it's a a real term i mean if you're if you're going out just to make fun of disability people just for the sake of making fun 100 percent. but you got dave chappelle's yeah. Getting constantly accused of punching down. Why? Because of his all of his, his trans stuff, stuff his and all that. Yeah. yeah, but he also had a best friend that was transsexual. And I know was, it and all makes telling, no sense. And to he me. was telling stories from her point of view, or or from, I, it's fucked. And that that, that that's honestly a topic. Like honestly, with with the trans topic, I really don't give a fuck. Be who you want to be. Do what you want to do. 100%. Totally. Perfect. Yeah, we agree. Like, I think pe- he thinks penis, that too. Penis. Yeah. Exactly. Penis. No penis. I just care about <clears> how you treat me. And if you and people in and general, if I get your pro round wrong, I apologize. Tell me and I will fix it. Hundred percent, fix it. I will fix it. And I have there's a great comedian that's killing it right now named Al Val. Was a man transitioned into a woman, and I still he lo- we love each other dearly, and she's a fantastic person. All right, I still get my pronouns fucked up around him all the time, but he doesn't bite my head off about it. You know, he knows that it's nothing but love, or she knows, sorry. Yeah, you said that, she and he. Yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. Like a, right? It's she, exactly right. She, she knows that it's nothing but love. She 100%. Knows that I have nothing but the ill, like, most respect for her. I think she's beautiful. I think she's great for what she's doing. And I think her comedy career is taking off. Like, and I think it has every right to. You know? Of course it does. And if I slip off because I say, oh, sorry, man, as she's trying to get by me or whatever, she doesn't freak the fuck out. And she, well, that kudos to her for that. That's it, right? Because she's an incredibly open and understanding person. Now, yeah. now on the other side, yes, kudos to her. But at the same time, she's being just perfectly normal and real, and not having a problem with fucking everything that's just surrounding her. Or what? I, I, I'm, I'm making note, huge generalizations she's, or she's assumptions. Authentic. This is one. Some. This yeah. is something I can kind of relate to. That's what right? I figure. This is something I can not being transsexual, not at all. You know, um, was just, I, that was I, my I, next question. I, 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 identify, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I identify as who I identify and I'm okay with that. Um, but what I was saying is like, so I've been forced to have weird conversations in awkward times. I've been at the wall. I've been in the washroom taking a piss and some guy goes, Hey, what's going on here? 
What? You know, not like as I walk in, because they notice I wobble or whatever. And so here I am peeing. Now I have to explain to this guy that while I'm peeing, that I have cerebral palsy. What? You know what I mean? Because Why? They, That's they, an awkward Because they want to know. Yeah, it is something that happens, but people... He needs to know that while he's taking a leak? Uh, people want to know, because they don't They don't know when the next time what they're going to the be close to me. Fuck? I've had I've had this conversation, not even lying yet, dick in hand, fucking pissing against the turret. Like, what's going on? Then you just turn and pee on him a little, and it's all good, right? Yeah. Well, let man. me tell you what's good. up. But let me tell you this. I think as... This is my own personal thing. As a person with a disability... I have no problem having that conversation. And I don't mind having it at awkward times. If you walk into that bathroom thinking that I'm mentally challenged or thinking that there's something wrong with me and it took three minutes of my time to explain to you, no, that's not what's going on. And you walk out of that washroom and you think, hey, it's a cool dude. Copy that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I did my fucking part. Yeah. You know, and I didn't freak out about it. I didn't freak out when the cop pulled me over. Do you feel like a spokesperson for this? Uh, yes and no, but it all comes with the territory. Yeah, but it's, it, you know, uh, on one hand, I want to be offended. And on the other hand, you've spent your life doing this. Mm-hmm. And he's educating, and it's incredible. Yeah. Because there's a lot of ignorant people out there. That think it's just right to be mad. Like, they think it's just, okay. Oh, the, the, the first step to do is just be pissed off at someone and call them an asshole. And, and that's not right. If you take fucking 30 seconds... The only conversation I've ever had with anyone while I'm taking a leak was golfing with my father. Yeah. And I looked over and I said, thanks a lot, Dad. Really? Yeah. (laughs) No, I've had weirder ones than that, man. (laughs) It gets weirder even when they start tapping their foot. (laughs) That's just, uh, fuck. No. But like, again, it's something you got to get, you get used to it. I it sucks. It happens. My buddies, it's weirder for my buddies sometimes because it has been happening more often, especially coming out of COVID. And that's been a little strange because coming out of COVID when everyone was so isolated for so right. long, you got used to being by yourself. You got used to fucking just dealing in your own little world and your own little bubble. And then to go back and then have it all blasted back in your face again and then realizing like that's what's happening. It's just, it's like, whoa, like, it's kind of like having to, and I think I'm not the only one having, like, no, I wouldn't say a problem, but I don't think I'm the only one experienced the fact that we're getting used to, to human interaction again. I think a couple people are, might, might feel that, that it's just been a little weird since we've all kind of started going back. But yeah, I, like, I went over to the bar the other day, I went here in town and they, like, people just don't know. And so I get accused of being drunk or, or, or this or that or the other thing. And you can roll your eyes, but I get it. Like, I'm not, I'm not an idiot. Like, I, I understand what it looks like. And but it doesn't look like that. <laughs> like Andrew said it earlier. Yeah, I get there's, it. There's nothing it, about how you walk re- resembles being drunk. But if, you're, but if you're in a bar-like scenario and you see me take a dive off the steps... Yeah, okay. And that's the thing you saw out of the peripherals of your right, eyes. Right, or whatever. Or you just, even still, you just see this dude doing like this crazy gait while he's walking. Like, if you're in that... Like an exotic palm tree. Like an exotic palm tree. Like, <laughs> you're going to, you're going, you're going to, you're going to see that. And especially if you're in a scenario where people are getting licked up all the time. Yeah. Like, that's where your mind, like, I don't blame them for that. That's right, it's the first where, thought. Where, where their mind goes. You know what I mean? I had this one guy the other day tell me like, oh, what the fuck's up with this guy? And then I was like, yo, I'm handicapped. And he felt so bad. Yeah. 
Like, yeah, he man. felt like he had to come and hug me. And I was like, I don't need your hugs or anything. Like, yo, I get it. Like, it's all part of it. Yo, dude, I know you didn't mean anything by you're, it. You're fucking amazing. But I know you didn't. Yeah, man. I know you didn't mean anything by it. You know what I mean? I don't need to be your friend because of it. You know, I don't have to. I, like, uh-huh. we don't have to go uh-huh. have a beer right now. Right. Like, especially when I'm trying to get my car ready to go. Like, we don't have to. Like, you don't have to spend the next 20 minutes apologizing to me for it. Yo, the, yo, your, ki- a- your kindness is incredible. Oh, it's just, it is, it's man. part of life, bro. And I, it's, maybe it's because I grew up in the 90s. You know what I mean? Where you're like, I'm the last generation to kick the can. You know? And like, we went out to play hockey growing up. And like, that was, I think we were the last ones to do that. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> right? Yeah, we're going to be playing hockey with fucking goggles on. Goggles on and yeah. shit, bro. Um, there's a, uh, I remember this, uh, and uh, uh, my friend Deanna, who's behind the, the cameras here um she would know this but there's a there's a guy who delivers uh with fedex and he uh will get the dial to our building right yeah and then we'll say hello hello what the fuck you're dialing me up is there anybody there you know mm-hmm. and you're waiting for like your package or whatever yeah. it might be uh only to discover that uh, the person dialed up said nothing then took your package to fedex you kind of go, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Then you get to FedEx because you got to drive, you know, Wherever you whatever, go. 15, 20 minutes yeah. out of your way. Yeah. And you go, what the fuck is wrong with you, FedEx, you fucking piece of shit? And then only to find out that the guy's deaf. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Some yeah, people yeah. have complained. I've heard it because some people have complained um, hmm. that he shouldn't, well, then he shouldn't be working the fucking job. Oh, no. And I, and I just, I just go, Man, my 20 minutes, my 20 minutes to get to FedEx was way worth me discovering that it was just a fucking deaf dude um, who needed a fucking job. And in a, in a, in a world that's hard to get around in, in the first place, no matter who you are. Oh. So fuck that noise. Uh-huh, now, I, and I don't just, it's not that I feel bad. It's that I fucking, now I just go. Now you know better. Now you know better. Yeah, now better. I just know better. Yeah, now there, you, it's now on you, the other side. Now you it's, know I just better, know better. Right. Yeah, that, man. That's the whole thing. And what I can tell you is this, man, is one thing that was really crazy for me about because I never grew up with people with disabilities, right? My mom put me in a regular school. Like, she fought for that because um, she took me to a preschool one time because they, they... Kudos to your mom. Because they asked me. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like, maybe he'll be more comfortable in, with, with kids with, with, with challenges, right? And put me into to kind of uh, an individual learning plan situation. And my mom was like, no, he's just a dude... He's got shitty motor skills and, 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 you know, and like he'll be fine with the kids and it helped. But, but the thing is that that sucked for that was the fact that I didn't really interact with disabled people till I got involved with sledge hockey till I was 14. Right? Oh, wow. So I got involved, Interesting. I got involved in sledge hockey and it was, it was awkward for me to be around these people. Oh. It, it, like, cause I, I had not, I had not been in situations like this. I, I, my whole life, I had been the only one. There's never been a full room of us. Right. You know, there's never been like a bunch of us in my life altogether. I always, I always joke about I'm scared when I go to these tournaments because I don't like when they pile us all in the same place at the same time. Right. Because I've seen this strategy used before. Right. So I, like, <laughs> that's just a joke. Right. But like, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. But at the same time, I like it again. That's just a joke because it's, it's about fucking other shit but anyway um what i have learned and i've seen some things that these disability things that will change your mind forever uh i remember one time i was 16 years old i was getting a slice of pizza at this hockey tournament 
And, you know, you walk around those, those places and then it puts your life in perspective because you see people trying from every type of life, every type of disability. So I'm waiting, mm. I'm waiting in line for this pizza and this dude in a wheelchair with no arms or no <clears throat> legs because of meningitis took, taking it all. Meningitis. Meningitis, flesh eating disease. Yep. Fucking just took it all. Right? Took Fuck. it, took it all. He had nubs on his arms, nubs on his legs. And, but he came flying around the corner in his wheelchair with the biggest smile on his face playing tag. And I said to myself, if that fucker can get up and smile, what the fuck am I fucking pissed off about because I belly dance? You know what I mean? Like, like there's no there's no reason to be upset. This guy can find a reason to fucking come around the corner fucking flying and laughing. Like, yeah. I, fuck, I still have all my legs. I still got my shit. There's another dude I seen, I'll never forget, fucking... They carved his feet in elephant fucking legs because of he was without feet, but he had nubs. So they carved his feet into like elephant trunks legs. So he sets on like, that's how he gets around. Right. It was either that or prosthetics, but at least this, he didn't need prosthetics and he walks around with fucking elephant feet. I've seen some shit that will fucking blow your fucking mind. So, it, you know, and it's like, it really puts it all into perspective at the end of the day. You're like, oh, this is really nothing. I get paid to go on stage and talk about my, my wiener or, 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 or the fact that I actually... I can't wait to see your show. I, I actually, I'm actually doing one yeah, here man. on the 20th in October. Um, right around uh, the corner here. The 20th of October, I'll be in... At the Evo, I think. Tennessee. Oh, you are? Yeah, over at the Evo? At the Evo, I think. I'm, I think we're going over there. I'll, I'll talk to Teague, but we're going over there on, Sweet. on the 20th. Right on, but I'll make sure... Yeah, please let I'll me make know sure because I want to see it. I'm trying to get one. I'm trying to get one for the Cambridge Food Bank going. I, oh, I, I, like a show? I, I want to do... I'm trying to find a venue. I've been trying to get it over at St. Louis over by fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up uh, on where, Saginaw. Yeah, though, over right? on Saginaw. I've been trying to get one hmm. there for a long, long time. Uh, just, just things haven't really worked out. But I want to do it and uh, do like $15 <clears throat> tickets, $10. Would have worked a long time and, ago. And you'll have the bar before St. Louis. And you'll have a few people oh. come? Like, it'll be how many come? Oh, yeah. No, I, I would do... Well, I, my plan would be to put on <clears throat> like an hour, hour, 15-minute show. And I want... The reason... I've had a Legion reach out for me and do it. But I was like, I want a bar because I want... like I You want to inspire people to actually fucking go. Stay. <laughs> I want them to stay. Like, not no. I Not not go. Because I can get people to fill up a Legion for an hour. No fucking okay. problem. That, that that's not a problem. If I if I if I try to advertise a show, I'll be like, okay, this is what we're doing. This is how I'm doing it. Pe- people will come, but I want a bar because I want to do a show, say at eight o'clock, on on a show, and then all of a sudden um, be finished by nine, and then they could have dinner, and sure, hang around and enjoy the atmosphere. That that's why I want to do it at a bar. But I want to do something where like we do fifteen dollar tickets, ten dollars with a food donation for the food bank. Copy and, and and do it that way. That way, the bar can write it off and help me out with uh, and help me out with paying the fucking comedians and, and do it all that way and make it actually solid show for everybody involved, right? Uh, hmm. Because if uh, especially if you can help out, because we do a lot of shows uh, at the Crazy Canuck. You seen you were talking about? Yeah, yeah. I do I do ton of shows for them. Big shout out for Crazy Canuck because they were really big in uh, giving me a hand, especially coming out of the pandemic. And where is this? Uh, Crazy Canuck is uh, it's a it's a company it's a company run by a man named Sandy McFarlane who's a fantastic individual, fantastic. Sandy McFarlane. Sandy McFarlane, fantastic individual 
who uh, who found a way to not only help uh, help out the bar, the Crazy Canuck, because they were he was able to run these shows outdoors because they have a little outdoor venue and keep them help keep them healthy throughout the pandemic. Uh, that's why they have such a good working relationship with that bar. Uh, Sandy treats his comics fantastic. And where's the Crazy Canuck? Uh, they have one in Waterloo and they have one in Kitchener as well. Copy. Yeah, uh, I've been to the one in Kitchener. Yeah, so that the one at the Apollo Theater, uh, the Apollo Theater there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that that's where that's where we do most of our shows, and thankfully to him, um, I am. He was really good at getting me back on. The, he's like, "Yo, anything you need, you come and you visit me." And because I was like, "I got to get shit ready to go. I got to hit the ground running out of pandemic, and I got to make sure this this like if we're gonna take a run at it, like this was my time to say it's time to take a serious shit or get off the pot moment." So and I was like, "This is what I'm trying to do, Sandy." And he's like, "Yo, anytime you need the extra time." Anytime you come and I'll find a way to get you on, you know, and he was really instrumental in making sure that I was ready to do what I did yesterday, Copy that. you know, to, 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 to make sure in front of Mark Breslau to further my, my life as a comedian, to make sure that I was able to, 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 to get there. He made sure I could run through the material as much time as I wanted and made sure I can make it fresh. If I'm going to give shadows like that, because I will say, the KW region was is and was pretty good at keeping the comedy alive since the Wolper since the, the Yuck Yucks went down. Uh, so the Yuck Yucks went down. There was another guy, uh, another company called Blackball Comedy, and this was the guys that when I first started, they they were the guys that were really investing in me. They were okay. give, they were giving me as much time as they could, um, and, and that's run by a man named Tom O'Donnell, and he did a fantastic job. Uh, then the pandemic hit, and then the the venue that we were using fucking went under, and so now he's down to running monthly shows. But again, another great another great company that came out of nowhere and started supporting local talent and comedian was was Blackball Comedy. But going back to Rusty now, without him, I don't know what I'd be. I wouldn't. I don't. Without that man, I don't think I'd be talking. Without actually, without both of those men, without both of those men right now, I don't think I'd be talking to either of you. Uh, as we speak right now, because they were so instrumental in making sure that I got the time to hammer out my shit. Well, to be honest, I've never heard of either one of them. Uh, uh, shout out to them. Yeah. But you're here because of my son. Mm-hmm. And well, I, I remember, you, so that's why you're here. Thank yeah, you. I mean, I mean, you're here, here though, because you are a comedian. Yeah. I mean, I have a lot of friends, you know, whatever, but I, I fucking obviously was going to call you. It's interesting to watch, man, because, it, like, especially... And that's why I was so pumped for this one because a, a podcast is something I was always interested in. I had a good shot. Yeah, you, you're a podcast. I had, you I, had I had a good shot with my with my one buddy uh, when, right before the pandemic because things were going really good in my radio career. I was yeah. getting looked at to. I was going to mention that, but I was getting looked at to be taking. I was getting looked at to get my own time slot finally after putting in so much time in the business. All the stuff I even had the interview for it. The training, the training schedule planned out. All the stuff to get you got a great radio voice. Yeah, either to get my real. Well, thank you for smoking, but uh, <laughs> but it's uh um it, it was because um I was either gonna get the after I was either gonna get the evenings or I was gonna get the the, the weekend shifts. That that's what we were looking at. But the, the, then the pandemic hit two days after my interview and it froze the budgets at my work in the area. Mm. Huh? So it wasn't. Oh in yeah, the area? I worked for I worked for Dave Rocks <clears throat> and ninety one five The Beat. Okay. Uh, for Chorus Entertainment. Yeah, cool. And, and I still do that to this day, but I, I work more as a board op now. But at that time, I was I was getting ready to get into all that stuff, and they have all the equipment to start doing podcasts and stuff. So I had I had someone lined up to start doing all that stuff with, and 
and all, and all that and all that sweet stuff but it all just kind of fell by the wayside mm. after the pandemic right and i lost so much momentum um from from my work side because everything had to become so automated over on the radio side of things that we just got back we i just got back to work at the radio station like last month wow like that's how long it's been a really good buddy of mine was the morning guy at uh, chime radio for which one he, which guy yeah which guy oh, i'm not gonna tell him Okay. But a buddy of mine was uh, George Michaels. Okay. But yeah. I'm not going to tell you his name. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> um, anyway, we grew up together and uh, um, uh, we had so much fun. My, oh, my buddy Andy and I would be out in the beach up at Sabo and we'd say, yeah, 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 the DJ's our friend. Uh-huh. And the girls would go, really? And then you'd hear George go, and this Beach Boy song's going out to my friends Andy and Randy up there at Savile oh. on the beach. And the girls would be w- wickedly impressed. And thank you very much, George, for that. Buddy, it's, uh, yo. Gobble, gobble, gobble. <laughs> and so, you know. I don't want to say that because I still work in the industry. <laughs> uh, right? But, um, man, I will tell you that uh, radio, I will tell you, it is the only job I know where you get to be 22 forever. Yeah. Uh, it is, it yeah, is, man. it is one of the coolest things. Not good for you. Um, they, they finally like, uh, monetary wise, the, the money's there. If you, if you work for it, like there's money there. If you're interested in being radio, like there's a lot of competition. You go ahead, you go do it. It's, it takes time, takes, and it takes more commitment than anything you will ever, ever fucking do to, to make it in radio will take more that, that takes the most commitment of everything I've ever seen in my life. Hmm. All right. Cool, man. Uh, because I've been doing it for 13 years and I ain't, I ain't got shit. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, but it, it just take, it takes a lot of work, work to do it. Um, what were they gonna fuck Is that because of like a, a no space? It's just there, there's so there's so little jobs, man. No, that's, that's what he's mean. Yeah, there's, there's, there's only there's, so there's, much there's, room. There's so little jobs. Like everybody, like and everything's becoming automated, which is the other thing. So it's a right, lot, right, it's a lot right, easier right, to right. get replaced by by a lot of things that are coming. Like one person could record for three or four different stations. I'm actually always surprised that uh. something like Netflix doesn't have like just some regular. Like I, I know that Netflix is like something. It's a, the type of entity that actually took us away from cable or radio or whatever uh but i always but i thought too if if netflix also came up with their own uh 24 hour just constant stream of something of radio of of of, of some kind of talk they probably love you right now over at netflix because they be (laughs) struggling (laughs) or yeah they'll they'll take they'll take any idea at the moment man yeah no shit anything to get it work um oh, there's that bladder yeah there's that bladder eh? but no um i was i was gonna make i was gonna try to make it seamless i knew what was going on i wasn't gonna yeah say yeah, shit. yeah i've made it seamless um, until now no but going back to like all the netflix <laughs> stuff and it's it's so weird like the industry that we that that, that we live in like the, how how immediate everything has to be oh it's buddy. so fucking crazy bro yeah man um it, it blows my mind because like i i was just gonna say like do you remember going to the video store and stuff? Yeah, like did, did constantly. Like, did you did you enjoy? Do it? I miss it. Wasn't it? I actually what, miss wasn't it. Wasn't that whole thing an experience? That, well, that, yeah. that we don't get anymore. Yeah, we there's the the value in things has just kind of depleted altogether. The endorphins of bringing a girl there to be like, oh, we're gonna get this movie. And Dude, like, I miss it. Buddy. Yo, we would we would rent something. All that stuff that we've been trying to rent for three weeks. 
and we'd get it home, it would suck and we'd still watch it 14 times just so that we could bring it back and not have to miss it or whatever. Well, I know people like you, you, you and me were out, you you are B movies are like probably one of your favorite things to watch. (laughs) Like the favorite thing. Like there's a movie called the mad about killer hamburgers. Okay, I don't know that with one. With Billy Zane, that fucking blows my mind. But to me, that is just like, straight brilliant. Like, like, no. like, it's, exa- <laughs> it's exactly what you want to want to want to hear in in a movie, right? And uh, no, but I, I do miss that experience of all that stuff. But I, I will say, I do huge. Man. I will say, like I've always like that's the one thing about me picking a job and my my parents being so supportive of who I am and allowing me to be whatever. They always let me do what I wanted to do. So good. Um, man. I like I. Do you have siblings? I have one one sibling uh, who is, fuck, he's probably 40 now. Oh, uh, shit. 41, maybe. Okay, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. lives out in BC, chops wood. We don't, we're, we're estranged. So, oh, no so, No, yeah, yeah, well, that's a whole, that's a whole other story. But yeah, okay. we're, we're, we're a little estranged. We only talk about once or twice a year. And, uh, but yeah, I do have Soon one. he'll be listening to your album. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. He'll be like, yeah, we talk once a year, I, once a I, year I, but he'll be I, like, I listen to you every day. Yeah, well, I don't know if they get albums where he is, but... Like, ah, okay. <laughs> like, well, or is he Fort Mac or something? I know. <laughs> yeah. No, that's... No, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's up there. Uh, I think, I don't know if he's in BC or in Alberta, but he's in, he's oh, in, wow. one, he's okay, in one of those okay. two spots right now. Okay. But yeah, I grew up, I grew up, I grew up with a sibling. Okay. Yeah. Fuck, it, 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 it was fun for a while. <laughs> like Interesting. Um, he got... um. He, because uh, when I went through my first surgery, I had two surgeries to reset my femurs, so they uh, they had to cut and snap my legs and and reset them. Jesus. Uh, and part of part of the the sibling the sibling rivalry that we had, like I don't know if you remember the show Goof Troops. Yeah, with the like the cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. So I'm Goof sitting there. Troops. I'm sitting there in a half body cast, bro. It's a classic. Half body cast. I live on a board at this point in my life. I had to do it twice. I lived, okay. on, I lived on a board for three What years. does that mean? Lived on a board? <sighs> should we wait till your dad comes back for this one? I think I think we should because this is a fucking deep topic. Okay, okay. All okay, right. yeah. All right. All right, all right. All right. Um, we don't but, have but, to go no, there. But no, we... I'll go. I'll go. I, I, I'm excited. Like, you're going to learn a lot. Um, all right. And, and it's a unique experience, right? But that like it's it's actually kind of nice for me because I get to remember some good times with with my brother as well, right? Cause, okay, good. Because because uh, yeah, uh, there there seem to be fewer and fewer apart these days. Wow, I'm getting emotional. You guys did a good job feeding me liquor. Fuck. Right? You better be a fucking Uber involved. <laughs> this is in the this. whole point. Yeah, it better be an Uber. <laughs> it wasn't the point, but we're learning now. No, no, yeah, you, this is you got the key. To, <laughs> you got the key to it right here, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. This well, is why I keep. This is why I keep screwing up dates because I. I always say the right thing and then I keep drinking and then fucking say too much and boom. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I throw myself out of the equation real fucking quick. Big you know? time. Big no, I get it. Yeah, you all we've all been Look, there. uh actually before we get to that then, yeah. um is is your is um now nah, you know what, I'll ask this later then. Uh 'cause we'll since you got he's it back. Written down? We'll, you got we'll, it written down? No, yeah, I've been actually thinking about it the whole time. Yeah, so right, right, all right. Make sure so, you got it right down. I got it. All right. I got it. Let's uh let's do this. Let's talk about your bro. So he was, th- I was telling him that I have an estranged brother. Uh, like we talk maybe twice a year. Okay. We're not as close as, as we should be. He's about 40, but I was telling him uh, because when I was first diet, well, not first diagnosed, but growing up with it, with cerebral palsy, uh, I had opportunities where uh, I had to do surgeries. 
Okay. And I was talking about like some of the, some of the things my brother used to do to me was, uh, I was talking about, we used to watch a show called Groove Troops and I was in a half body cast living on a board. Mm -hmm. And when I say living on a board, I mean, goof troop. Yeah. 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 yeah, You got it. Yeah. That's exactly what it sounded like. That was my, that was my childhood at four o'clock. Yeah. yeah, Uh, Right. So, uh, (laughs) so living on a board means, um, so I'm in a half body cast from my hips to my ankles. Um, and I, and I sit and sleep on, on, on a physical board. Okay. Like Like this thing, like a piece of wood. Okay. Cut like a, like I would say like a, like a sling. And I would have a water whistle, and that's pretty. You know what a water whistle is. I don't. So it's uh, maybe it's just a Portuguese thing, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Put some, you put some water in it, and you blow, and it makes a sound like a bird, like a like a bird trip. Like, okay. okay. Are you Portuguese? Yeah. Really? Are we, you fucking Portuguese? Yeah. Look where we live, bro. I'm actually straight up half Portuguese. My mom's from the islands, like straight up immigrant dude yeah. ha- i mean i we mean I, I realize where we live i mean half my friends <laughs> yeah. are portuguese i think i had no choice i think that's well like, you I think, look more like I me think, <laughs> i think we were just magnetically drawn here yeah my dad's scottish right? okay okay so maybe I got, i'm uh, scottish i always say i'm the most <laughs> undercover motherfucker you'll ever see yeah that's, yeah that's, that's um, why he wants more whiskey yeah right oh, all right all right back to the board back to the right. board sorry so uh, so water whistle yeah so i have this water whistle so anytime i need something i i blow in the whistle and someone is there to get me so i go through these operations at eight years old no eight six years old six years old they had to go break my femurs break my legs because when i you have cameras here and you can if you see this online so when i was born my feet because what happened at my birth i guess we should do the whole thing so my mother hemorrhage uh, at three months early so she met she hemorrhaged at seven months let me do this correctly fucking whiskey so she hemorrhaged at, <laughs> she hemorrhaged at seven months which caused a rush to the hospital and so okay. which caused me to be be born prematurely i was uh, i was like fucking a pound eight ounces wow I oh think, my god i really? think when i came out we had no idea that there was any problems with me until I started about a year and a half in my Portuguese grandmother noticed I don't think there's something right and then so I had all the things you would have growing up um, I had those Forrest Gump braces I had walkers and you you never seen any of this stuff so you, you well, never I've seen you, Forrest Gump well no no you never seen it on me so I had yeah, yeah, I had yeah, walkers yeah. I had I had walkers. I had, uh, and a walker is just pretty much a big, you know what a yeah, walker yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like a big, for, for kids. I'm talking about the ones for oh, kids. So it's a okay, it's a not. big steel thing that comes around you. And instead of having everything in front, like, you know how an old person's walker. Right. Oh, it's like all around you. It's sort all of? around you on okay. the back side. So, it like, so it's like your whole open side is open. Like the whole front is open. And it's like this big thing that you kind of wear as like a half hula hoop. Is there a seat behind you? No. I didn't have one as a okay. I would always go running the jump on the back and go down hills. Okay, like cool. That's how I, that's, well, that's what you did. This could have been an extreme sport. Really could have been. Yeah, it yeah. really could have been. That's I have jokes. I have jokes about that too. <laughs> don't you, don't you fucking <laughs> I'm sure worry. You do. We're going to the show. All right, yeah. So I, I grew up with, I grew up with all these things. And um, so they had to, they had to snap my heat. So my feet were, when I came out, they, they were on an angle like this because I was so early. So what they had to do when, when I was six was they had to go in and snap them. They'd, oh, they'd, man. They had to cut. They had to break my femurs. They had to break my legs and reset them. So they went from this to, so they snapped them and reset them. So they were all like this. 
it didn't didn't change anything with the muscle memory of like I was saying earlier, like my brain is still sending that message. But it did help because now my feet aren't dragging at this angle. Right. Like they're they're dragging at this angle. So I'm only hitting this toe instead of dragging the whole foot. So I had to go in and I had to get plates put in my legs to set them. And then I had to get plates. I had to go through another surgery to get the plates taken out years later. Right. So that was the, that takes me back to living on the board. Right? Okay. That, that, that's where I'm all going for. So during this time, I, I, I'm living on a board for three months at a time because I had to learn. I had to learn to walk three times. I never got it right. You know what I mean? I, 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 I never figured it out. But so I had these people waiting for me. But my brother was actually very, very sweet at this time in my life. I don't know if sweet is the right word. It's a good word. Yeah, well, wait till I tell you the rest of the story. Okay. Okay. It changes. It's it's very sibling sweet, I guess. So going back to Goof Troop, we're talking about Goof Troop Troop and and, and it was one of his favorite shows. But I I kept yapping throughout his favorite show and he kept telling me, shut shut up, stop, shut up. I kept yapping. He goes behind behind the bar we had, comes back with a roll of duct tape. Duct tape's my mouth shut. Right? Just... And there's nothing you can do. No, I'm in a body cast. I'm in a half body cast, so there's nothing I can do. And I'm like, okay, so I, I lick, I lick the fucking duct tape. Ha ha, get it all off. Ha ha. Gonna keep talking during your show. He goes back, grabs the duct tape again, comes back, puts it over my lips. This time on the inside of duct tape, he's covered in Tabasco sauce. Oh dang! <laughs> so 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 every time I go to lick it. My, my, my mouth is on fire so that's one thing i could say about my brother is that he's really good at being an asshole for his sibling rivalry like so he made some fun times. one time he stuck he really did he stuck me in a tree just because he didn't want to deal with me anymore he's like good luck and just left me there did he have the right or i don't know i probably so do you see your brother now <laughs> no 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 we haven't we haven't talked for a while for a long time Okay. For, for a long time. Is there anything about that you can chat about? Is he here? Or? Oh, he's he's uh, he's on Earth. Yeah. Um. I I just don't. I, I know my mom is gonna watch this. Um. Yeah. No, I don't want to. So like, no. Okay. I There's mean, no sense in going. I mean, there, but... I don't really care. Uh. But I know. I, but yeah. Still. Yeah, yeah. Right. So that's the only thing. I'm just gonna say he he was a good person till he wasn't. <laughs> okay. If I if I if I if I can say it that way, I don't think he's an asshole. He's my brother course i love him have you been to portugal oh yeah thank you beautiful isn't it thank you yeah i've uh been there uh <laughs> twice twice uh point to delgada i went once i've been once yep. to lisbon yeah and i worked on the ocean um the cliffs apparently whatever town this is is where they hold the world surfing championships which is incredible um no, no, it's, it's absolutely stunning. Yeah. These cliffs that go down to the ocean and these huge rock shelves that go out into the ocean. The waves, the ocean itself is incredibly inviting. You have to see it. You just want to jump in. It's so the stunning. The waves, no though, doubt. can get the size of your house. Well, see, that's, that's the point. Where, where we were is the westernmost point of Europe. Okay. Yeah. This is or, makes, or, or you or makes or from it you can see the westernmost point okay. of Europe, uh, but uh, this is where they have the world championship surfing competitions because of those waves, 
in Portugal. And it's absolutely amazing. Now, admittedly, I saw the inside of a hotel, which was beautiful. Yeah. I saw the drive to the ocean. Yeah. And I saw the drive back. Um, I didn't get to see a whole lot of it. I did walk downtown Lisbon. I went to the Harley Davidson yeah, no, store. I bought a T-shirt. You did, you did very. You did very little tourism. Yeah, yeah, as, yeah. As, and they, as and you were every in every storefront has those um, Portuguese tarts. Yeah. Oh, which oh I those are fucking unreal. <laughs> well, I don't eat them. They're fucking unreal. The food. You guys live close to the bakery, too, down well, here. Well, he likes the sausage and stuff. Oh, like, Charisse? Oh, oh, baby. The hotel, My mom the hotel runs that, that I had, they had, they had a uh, pasta dinner, pasta, yeah. with, with this sausage. The Charisse sausage, I was yeah. there for four days. I oh, ate yeah. it three times. Oh, yeah. It's my it's absolute great. favorite, So man. good. It's my absolute favorite. No, um, I, I, lo- I love it out there. It's uh, crazy that I killed my first goat out there. Oh well, well thank that's, God. that's right. good. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we've all killed goats, is, but not is, out there. Which is a <laughs> which is a weird thing because I did that at fourteen, um, and I'm not like again. I'm, it's just something that you weren't. I wasn't used to as a Canadian kid, you know. But we were there for a wedding, yeah. and the whole island because we were on um, the Azores. Of, yeah, we were on the Azores, so San Miguel. We were on San Miguel, yeah, yeah. Uh, point point of the God at a little at a little village called Salga, and we had cousins that were getting married. And the cool thing was, is you woke up the morning of the wedding, and everyone's just getting their animals ready for the for, for the food. Yeah. Later oh, on. Oh, oh, I see. Whoa. Everybody brings food to to like the wedding, right? So you wake up and everyone's and every that's just the way of life out. There. Sure, of course it is. People oh, yeah. people forget that. Like it sounds mean here. No, no, no. I get you know, it. You know, because my dad had to go in and prep the cow. Sure. And he's like the the cow was hard cuz like they got big brown eyes and they're cute and like yeah. go goats a little bit easier cuz it looks like a fucking devil trying to it's eat. It's the you. greatest of all time. Yeah. It's it's, yeah, right? and it's also <laughs> good job, Brady. Um, but it's huh. also but it's uh like but it also it's like barking at you and it's got horns so it's a little bit easier right yeah but yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> hilarious right so but but like it's the truth and then you walk around because me and my cousin me and my cousin we're fourteen he's like he's like thirteen and like we're like no man we don't want like but like there's ten year olds that are just whipping chickens around like it's like whatever man we're making dinner. Yeah, get, get, yeah. Get, get you, that's the way they live. Get, get you, get your shit together. Yeah, right? we like, go to Zares. They, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. they go to the they pen. go to the they go to the backyard and grab one. Uh-huh. Like, and and it it takes a second. And if we learned anything from Claire taxidermist oh yeah uh, it's probably more likely that what they're doing is more humane than whatever we're fucking doing oh, and, yeah. and yeah. healthier yeah, yeah. yeah healthier yeah. more humane yeah because yeah, it's straight it's straight from your backyard to your plate yeah there's no in between right yeah. and you can and always the, melt the goat in the living room yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i learned a lot man like it's cool like it was a cool process to watch but i, I don't know if I, I i i like i i don't think i could be a hunter i don't think i could do it you know it's funny yeah. i i grew up in cambridge of course um uh, I'm a Preston boy, proud. Mm-hmm. But uh, I grew up with a lot of friends who are Portuguese, mm-hmm. and it was my when I had my first, well, my first and only trip to Portugal. I loved it, and yeah. the people were incredible. The, the roads are shit, but the people are nice. Oh, I didn't notice yeah. that. But... <laughs> yeah, one of my best friends is from the Azores, yeah. uh, born there. Mm-hmm. You probably know him. His name's Arthur. Yeah, you know Arthur? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Arthur. Oh, yeah, no. Let's go yeah. skateboarding. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Yeah, man. We went to high school together. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a great man. 
Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. Man. But so did half, half the high school. You know, yeah, you yeah, guys really. don't have, <laughs> you don't have to appease me with your Portuguese. You could hate Portuguese people, and I would still like both of you. Yeah, it's okay. I look Scottish anyway. We will get away with it in a crowd. I don't so, think I like Scottish people. Uh, no, really. <laughs> well, at least they're not Irish. <laughs> Are you Irish? No. All right, because that's usually when I stick my foot in my mouth. Oh. Like, no. When I say something like that, and oh. Yeah. Pfft. No, I don't think I am. I'm British. British. Um, I I did want to ask that yep. question, but now it's funny because I had it in my head the whole time, and now I'm forgetting. I it. told you to fucking write down <laughs> too, man. Oh, you know what? Um, what it was was um, you often hear things like, um, and I would be one to say it is something like, um, you know, why are we complaining about this when somebody on the other side of the earth has got this and oh, that and bro. is dealing with this and that? Do you feel that uh, your um, disability, I mean, yeah, your disability, yeah, just, that, yeah. That, it, that it, but that it, um, that it's, it's in that sort of subject matter. Okay, so I used, to, I know exactly what you're trying to say. Okay, um, I used to think that way, like you know, okay. I, but I had a friend tell me one time, and it was, it was, it was a hard notice because, like, no matter what you're going through uh, in life, you know, and this was a thing covered with the pandemic. Just because my like my stuff is my stuff and I have to deal with it, and it might be tougher than someone else's stuff. It think about it like this: you're in a hospital, okay? Someone might be in a full body cast, but your arm is broken. Doesn't mean you're not in pain. Like doesn't mean you don't deserve to be at the hospital. Like you know, it doesn't mean you have you don't have your own shit to deal with. Like and like so, just like it's so it's hard to compare. So is it subjective? Or yeah, is it's it... a hundred. Like you understand what I'm saying, Randy? Yeah, like it, absolutely, it's a hundred percent subjective. Of course, it could always be worse. It could always be worse. You could be missing an eye. You could be burnt to hell. Like everything, but doesn't mean whatever you're going through doesn't matter. Like whatever you're going through, I don't care if it's because you broke your finger or or you have your your your. But too many times uh, I've gone on breakdown. Facebook and I see somebody complaining about their order from McDonald's. Yeah, like but, come on. But yeah, but that that that's that's just the minute shit, bro. That like that's just the stuff. It is. You're that's right. The, but, that's the stuff. Like that's just someone just doing it to do something. But I, you know, it's not where it ends. Ra- Ra- Randy knows exactly what I'm talking about. When 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 you're comparing these things on the actual scale that they deserve, because I'm not going to take away from anyone's problems. I'm not going to do that to anybody. I'm not going to say because I can't walk or because I have... I, I'm not even saying that I can't walk. Just because I walk differently doesn't mean that you... Cause just because you can walk doesn't mean you're not going through your own problems. Or, 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 or that because... Have you ever run into that where you went, you know, fuck, man, I'm dealing with this. What's your problem? And, I, then, okay. they, and then you got hit no, with something? It's tough because it's something like, oh, man, this is such a deep conversation. Um, I know, it, it's something, I know. it's something that I've dealt with, with my buddies, right? Cause like, I like you talk about depression and, and all that other stuff that goes with it. And sometimes I look at people, I'm like, what the fuck are you guys complaining about? Like, you're right. There is that. But like, that's where I had to take a step back. I was like, just because like my shit is my shit doesn't mean they don't have their own shit. Yours is just as real as yours. Cause is. of course, of course, like, yeah. Cause I always told, I was like, yeah. Like if anybody had a reason to go fucking cut pull the cord here it is right like i like i grew up with it you know and but like i that is the furthest thing from my mind but there's other people who are 
are closer to that than I am. Yeah, I've had friends do that. Right? And you got to wonder what You know what I mean? And it's through, like, yeah. you know, and it's like, that doesn't mean the shit didn't stink or like it wasn't the fucking shit. Like they had stuff that they were dealing with that like they, that they're going through. And just because my legs don't work and theirs do, does, doesn't take away from what they're going through. I don't give a fuck about your fucking getting your wrong order wrong. I'm talking about people with some... No, no, I get it. With some real... No, uh, yeah. yeah, no, I understand. Uh, yeah, yeah. I understand too. I understand you were just making a broad... A broad I just wanted... Yeah, I just really wanted to you know? bring this but up. You, but you know? you're not wrong to, to a degree where like there was a point of me thinking like I used to think, yeah, none of my buddies could handle what I, what I deal with. Like, you know? But that doesn't mean my buddies aren't going through their own shit. Like, I'm, 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 maybe I'm the lucky one that was able to get it because I was able to deal with it, you know, because because I'm able to look at it this way. I'm a very empathetic person. Yeah, I I I'm, yeah, I'm, I marvel tell. at your your open mindedness, your open mindedness, your, your your self awareness and understanding of human nature and all this other shit. And and to be quite frank, um, I I don't know anybody else that is. It's like, just honest. You've got to take a real look at it. It's not a lot of people like you. Yeah, that's for sure. It's, which is why, I, which is also why I, I feel like yeah. I can ask these questions. You can, man. I, I will tell you. I will tell you anything. Well, see, that's you. the point. That's the point. I have nothing to hide. But you know me. what's what's interesting is this. I have things I might not should be saying. Sorry, but like yeah. I'm going to tell you yeah. anyway, and you guys can figure out. Like all about that being later. Irish. Oh yeah, all that stuff. Well, yeah. so far there's nothing I'm editing. But else, you, so. the, the thing is, <laughs> the, one or two. The thing is, um, I think that. Um, for the lack of a better term, I'm an able-bodied person. Yeah, no, that's the that's the correct term, man. I'm not offended by any of that shit. No, no, I I grant you that. Yeah. Um, that said, um, as you walk through life as an able-bodied person, and you're confronted with meat standing beside someone who is not, your lack of um. Empathy, I don't know what the word might be, but to discuss with them, I need to discuss with them my feelings, how they're feeling. Does that make sense to you? Uh, A little bit. No, 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 but but, no, no, but you're, uh, as, as he asks you a question and you're not offended by the the question and you answer it honestly, um, I think there are too many people out there that don't have the guts to ask the question. And it's not only that, you're afraid that you're going to offend somebody. That too. Um, I think that becomes a big deal because I think a lot of it is sheltered now. A lot, a lot of the whole conversation. Therefore, people ignorance, are afraid. ignorance people grows. Are afraid. Yeah, people are afraid to ask the questions because yeah. they don't want to say mm. the wrong thing. That's my point. Ignorance and grows that, on that. And you could, you could put that to different, um, different topics. You could put that toward disability, your trans, because like, your trans, your trans conversations that people should be having. Yes, they definitely should. Yeah, be we having. have many friends. A hundred percent. Like if if you're not like you, you got to figure out like where you're gonna stand on all this stuff, and you have to understand. It's all about making sure like you can educate. Like I'm a big fan of education because once you start realizing that there's not really a fucking issue there, then we can all move on with our day. And the most important thing, which is something that's not happening now is being okay with someone who has a different mindset than you. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's very that, we should all be adults and That is forward. the hardest thing to deal with right now. 100%. Because when you have all these like-minded people talking about their own shit to their own stuff and not being challenged on anything, you're not getting anywhere. 
It's until you can sit there and sit with someone with different political views, not agree with them, not agree with anything they fucking say, but still respect them as a person. Right. Just to, be okay to with To the them. fact that you still want to have a beer with them. I love that. And want to have a conversation. Okay, so maybe you don't talk politics. Maybe you stick to baseball. Sure. Right? You know what I mean? But you, you respect that person's opinion, whether you agree with it or not, and you fucking move on with your life. There's too much of too much talking on one side. Like, there's not enough of getting along. You don't have to get along, but you have to respect each other. You have to, you have to be... Oh, you just have to be thoughtful of everyone. Because, like, that's why we're all going to shit. That's right. That's why. Because, like, everyone is so mad at each other for nothing. Who cares if you hunt and don't hunt? If you think <laughs> it's, it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I love you, this guy. you should still be able to go out for a fucking beer together. Yeah, man. You should be able to go or do that. at the very least, be in the same room. Yeah, and not crucify and not act civil and respectful. My own siblings won't phone me. Yeah. Because of an, a difference of opinion. Yeah. And that's terrible. Well, yeah. No, it's true. No. And again, and it's happening right now but in that's, my life. That's terrible. You know, and like, sure, I'm sure that it's fucking deep seated and there, there's a bunch of others, whatever, right? But I'm just talking as adrenalization. If you have two people on two sides of the fences, they should be able to fucking. I have a bunch of buddies that I don't agree with politically. But you know what we do? We go to the fucking bar, we watch the fucking hockey game. Yeah, because we, we go, all agree on hockey. We go fucking a, go Matthews, you know, yeah, or, or or whatever, yeah. whoever that is, or whoever you want to do, and and I'm it's not okay, a hockey fan. and it's okay, Austin Matthews, <laughs> and it's okay, it's okay to walk away, and you don't have to feel crucified because you hung out with somebody, hundred percent, like you know, or, or it's not that you change your opinion, and that person's got to respect your opinion too, because that's how you move forward as a community. And that's how you move forward as like a whole fucking thing, right? Like that's how you unite. You got you to gotta respect and understand other people. And I get complimented on this all the time. I'm very empathetic because I've been put, I've been snap judged. You know, I, I've, I've had all these things happen to me that I can't control. And I have to deal with it anyway. So the sooner I get over that, like the, the, the more we can move forward with whatever we need to do. If that makes any sense whatsoever. Dylan, it made wicked sense. Bro. Right. Well, speaking of, uh, or, well, I should say this. Um, wow. Before we uh, cut this thing uh, on the end, uh, do you, you want to talk about uh, what you're up to, what you're doing, what the future entails for uh, oh. yeah, where are you gonna be? comedy Dylan? Honestly, like everything I had booked up has been, has, has, has just finished. When's just right, for last right now? That's that. it. That's the next one, right? That's yeah, the next thing that yeah. that's that's that's, a, that's the, part of the ladder. That that's the climb. part of the ladder. Now, right? do you have to audition for that? No, I got to get in front of the right people. Um, like I said, one of the comedians I was talking to, that Courtney lady I was talking about earlier, mm -hmm. she was the first female woman, uh, first female winner of the homegrown Just for Laughs comedy festival. <laughs> over in Montreal. Oh, so wait. she's kind of like been like, hey, go oh, talk to wait. this person, go talk to that person. And it's funny that you say that because Just for Laughs was something I was going to do before Yuck Yucks. I was going to do that before the pandemic and uh, I was going to go crush that. Right now, uh, the only thing I have steadily on the books is that show on the 20th over at uh, Evo. Uh, okay. That's this October uh, because everything else has just wrapped up. I'm sure... I'm sure I'm going to be at Yuck Yucks in the next two weeks. I'm probably going to be on one of their Wednesday night shows uh, for their Rising Star shows. Where? Um, that's Yuck Yucks Toronto. 
Okay. I'm just waiting for a confirmation. Now, Yuck Yuck's, uh, uh, what location is that That's in Toronto? Richmond. Richmond Street? Yeah, Richmond Street. Oh, um, I know it. I'm, I'm, not, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not guaranteeing it or whatever, yeah. but from what I've heard or what I, what's Right next going to that badass sushi spot. Yeah, and there's actually underground parking right next to it. So yeah. it actually yeah, works out really nicely. And there's a theater up the street. Yeah, and there's a right, keg around right the corner. There. And there's a fucking... You know, yeah, exactly. man. It's a right, beautiful right, spot. Right off the junction, my man. A yeah, hundred years ago, I was studying acting in Toronto, mm-hmm. and um, I went... This young couple was... Their boyfriend and girlfriend, they were studying with me, and we, had, we were having a great time, and we went to this bar... And somebody says, "Oh, there's a yuck yucks down the street. It's the, I think it was like the first one ever. I, yeah. That's how old I am." Yeah. And uh, we said, "Oh, let's go." So we tucked our beers up under our jackets and ran down the street to sit on, to go down into yuck yucks. And we're sitting there with these people, and this person comes over and says, "Oh, by the way, we're not licensed." Oh, <laughs> so oh wow! It's like the that's, biggest joke that's that how you years got busted. Hey, did you ever go to a Lulu's? Lulu's. Lulu's? In Kitchener? No, like a Lulu's comedy club. Like oh, no, that, no. That was from oh. when I was a kid. Like, they, there was a Lulu's before there, there was a Yuck Yuck. Oh, is I that guess. right? I guess that, that's what they were Oh, called. weird. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I've, I've only heard ancient stories of it. So oh, no. I just, my, my dad's seen Tommy Chong there. <laughs> oh, I is think. that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Sweet. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, I, worked, I, I worked on a movie once with his daughter. Yeah? Yeah, that's my claim to Tommy. Have you guys done, have you guys done like a podcast on each other yet? <laughs> no, like, yet. Well, we've kind of no, we've sort of dabbled because but like about it. it hasn't because worked like yet. Like you guys have had, like you've been how many movies have you been involved with? Oh god, no idea. Like you're Just like IMDb. over hundreds. Oh, easy. Yeah, and yourself, you've had that. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. You yeah. have to have at least twenty to eighty credits somewhere. Yeah, somewhere <laughs> somewhere between twenty and eighty. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, <laughs> you see what I did there, right? Yeah, yeah. I like but that. you like so you have a lot of like. You have a lot of experiences and like and yeah. stories within yourselves yeah, that you should be sharing with yeah, with, with everybody here because like, they, well they're trickling out over all the podcasts yeah you yeah, know it's kind of what's like, happening you should have one focused on you bring D in here yeah, put, her yeah. some, put her some fucking work yeah, true <laughs> true <laughs> and, and get and get her going yeah. because like honestly man um dude your family has been fantastic like my my entire life. Oh, you, you you are honestly one of the best customers I ever had at Blockbuster. I look forward to everything. For sure. I walked in. I look forward <laughs> For to. Sure. I look forward to. Don't every, make me cry. Every it, time you came in the door, because we were talking about it when I came in. You like I don't know if people know, but your daughter was in. It was in Mean Girls, which is going to have its big day come up in October. Don't they do like this big mean thing? In I, don't oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know. They like, had they had some uh, October fifth or whatever or third or one of the one of those days. Like it's a big day where you're. She you, just shared some gif or something that some yeah yeah about her attack. It's a new gif that's literally just her. It's oh, cir- yeah, it's, yeah, it's, right? like, it's circulating right, and like like that was before even gifs were even a thing. That's true. <laughs> right? like, yeah, and like. I remember you were you would you guys have done so much shit yeah. within the industry like I mean I think it Look would be interesting yeah I think like, the room, I, I, I'm just tr- honestly I just tried to not knock I just tried not to knock anything over Randy <laughs> Randy watched me try to get over to this spot in such fear I was like oh there's so many cords <laughs> like this is not a handicap accessible studio nothing uh, is taped kind is nothing is taped down fucking even yeah, like yeah. over here. You have a cocaine pool cue ga- glass thing. <laughs> that's just a mirror. That's true. That's yeah, we just, lay that out when that, we have parties. That, yeah, yeah. That's just a mirror. <laughs> and a bunch of, and I was like, oh, but there's also him on fire. Yeah. And I don't want to knock that off the wall because it's nicely framed. Yeah. And a bunch of, no, it's a beautiful room. And that's why I'm saying you have to fucking share these stories. 
with, with the people you got out there because I would tend to think that you've probably done a lot more than, than some of your guests sometimes and I think you should shine a light on that because don't you have a son who's Fucking killing man. it as a model as well? Isn't Oh, oh no 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 Adam yeah oh he's oh, my he's, nephew he's, uh, he's your co- nephew yeah he's my cousin yeah. oh he's your cousin yeah please yeah, he sneaks in like to my fucking to my feeds and shit right I'm, yeah I didn't know yeah. if it was a little brother <laughs> or, or yeah or he's my nephew yeah 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 because yeah. yeah. he's like doing his own model thing oh yeah, yeah we're all yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody does you guys he's an are, actor yeah, yeah he's good yeah he's, yeah you guys yeah, are all awesome. in Randy Lee the you just spoke of in the Mean Girls. She uh, she just uh, she's the art director on the on the uh, Goosebumps movie up in the, with the Danny Fuck Aykroyd and, uh, and Chevy and Chase. And Chevy Chase. Yeah, man. And Chevy Chase. They got yeah. Jack Black on this one too. No, no, they no. they left him out. Not that I'm one. aware of. <laughs> but no. my baby was the uh, art director. Uh, you must be super proud, Papa. Wicked, wicked, proud. wicked proud. We yeah. get old, good old Papa Bear over here. Right? Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, my kids do awesome work. Oh, well, they've been awesome people their entire lives, as far as I know. So you've done you've done well. Thank you. Well, you, thank, you thank you for your words, man. That's oh, very, it's true. Very nice. Um, like I said, we've come a long way. Like you guys have been like one of the kindest families, and I could say that. Well, like I was saying earlier, like you were like, when we met, you were a getaway from when I was peeing on someone's lawn. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> like, that, like. <laughs> I had to pee, so I just pissed on someone. That was my real dream, was being like a transporter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) cruising people around. (laughs) But yeah, no, man. I mean, it's been fantastic to watch you grow as a person and do all your crazy shit. I thought that's why it's so neat to have you have me here. Like, cause that's sorry. That's why it's so neat for you to have me here because I'm sitting here. I'm I'm idolize. I I idolize and not idolize. Well, I watch what you guys do, and it's just like you guys put in the effort and the work, and it pays off. Man, and wow, that's the one man, thing that you. like you notice, like it pays off. Well, the yo, ditto, man. Uh, you're you're a unique it. individual, but you're all. But on top of it, you're actually a very, very, very funny fucking dude. I just try and to be it just, genuine. It shows, yeah, man. I love that. I just yeah. try to be genuine, man. I just yeah. try to be genuine. Well, hey, before you go, move you that. gotta you gotta move your shit. Give me your glasses here. Yeah, yeah, cause you gotta sign this table. Oh, do you I? Marker, yeah. Okay. Here, you take your beer glass. Yeah, I can take that one. And then just pull that and back. Just pull the, yeah, pull yeah, this yeah, back. Yeah, we yeah. didn't have this before like you. Parties. We're trying to like get rid of some audio difficulties. Okay. All right. Right. So just anywhere and on the table. You give her really. a good old. You give her. Yeah, a if you want, signing. you can make Randy get rid of all of his shit and sign over here if you felt like it. Oh, yeah, that's a, don't do that. that. Yeah, that's no, that's just a lot more cords to walk over, buddy. That's just like that's true. It's not, we're not ready for that. That's just an awkward moment yeah, for everyone. Yeah, do something. Well, all right. Your, your do spot, I have man. to do it now on camera and all that yes. stuff? Yes. All right. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. Unfortunately. Right. It's a lot of on, it's like a lot of on I mean, me. you can give it some thought, but then everyone right. on Spotify is so, wondering what the fuck's going on. So, okay. So I'm trying to figure out how long we've actually known each other. Oh man! And because I like honestly, this isn't a, this isn't a friend. Like you're right. I we we've done killer things. This isn't just a friend thing. Like we're here because we're good at what we do, and and like we're we're actually yeah. professional. I love and, that. And, that's why we're know, here. Like that. That's why. That's what got us to this moment. But I want to know how many years this moment has been in the making. Mm. Oh, interesting. Well. Man, I, I, I would say fifteen, like, sixteen. Uh, yeah, at least. All right. Yeah, well, at least, anyway. Hey, All listen, right. listen. If you if you're thirty six, yeah, and you were in high school way before the age of twenty, yeah, sixteen years isn't gonna. Yeah, cut. I think, could be twenty I think years, we're 20 buddy. Years, buddy. Twenty years, twenty years. Yeah, easily. I think we're twenty years in the making. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's twenty. Okay. All right. That's what I'm gonna go with. I appreciate everything, man, and we'll go with that. 
And I'm so glad. And it's so nice to see you. Don't you have your dad has an aged day, which means whoever ends up with you is going to be fantastic. Like it's going to be fantastic. So whichever way you decide to land on that one is going to be fun. Well, I love that. Uh, oh, me too, man. I look forward. I look forward. I look forward to the next random run in at the Badger. <laughs> That's for sure. Twenty well, the years. The next one doesn't have to be random. No, it, it never does. It never does have to be random. It's no, whatever happens. Ditto. Yeah, totally, man. Uh, and there it is. There's the scribble. Yeah, that's because it is scribbles. Like, that's how you're going to know my fucking <laughs> sign. You're like, oh, watch one looks like a caveman did it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's going to fucking be half the table by the time I'm done. Dude, look at this. You take all the time you need and all um, the space. I don't care about the space. I don't care about the time. It's the space I'm concerned. I love about. it, man. Even your pen needs a ramp. Oh, that's a oh. big. <laughs> nah, <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you can, you can, you can have that one. Yeah, that one, that one. I'm taking with me, man. Uh, <laughs> I, oh, man after great. all my bragging about fucking English, I better spell shit right, eh? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. All right, Wicked. There you go. Oh, man. Thanks, Dylan. Thank I you really so much, dude. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for being here, man. I really here, do man. appreciate it, no, man. I, I, did, I was... I, you could t- I, ask Andrew. I was actually scared. I was like, how are we going to fill fucking two, three hours? Fucking but, filled two and almost... Nah, two I and hope it was hours. a coherent two and three hours. Well, it wasn't, but, but it was at least two hours. <laughs> yeah. And... Yeah. Uh, uh, I can't wait to do this again. You were awesome. I hope we get to ride again. Oh, no, we will, I'm man. so happy you came. Yeah, I, you know, everything from here on is just going to be uh, forward mo- momentum. I and then, so. uh, you know, we'll, we'll be coming man. back at a different, greater time. Uh, and anybody that's listening Chris. to this. Uh, uh, yeah, Evo here in town at Cambridge. Dylan um, Lindsay. Yeah, what I would say, if, if you are going to go see shows, uh, if you're looking for me, uh, make sure you put uh, rusty. You put on rusty nail comedy on your Instagram. Put blackball comedy on your Instagram. Uh, I'll pop up in your feeds that way. Uh, definitely through their stuff. And we, as of right now, uh, you can guarantee see me downtown. Uh, what what this would be downtown Galt Cambridge, Cambridge. Yeah, I would say downtown Galt Cambridge. Downtown Galt Cambridge at Evo. I'll be there on the 20th. October 20th. Uh, and we're, 2022. We're, yeah, we're rocking a crazy show with, uh, with, with T. Great, and we're going to have a blast. So. We don't want cool, to date the T. show, but good. look up uh, really Dylan good. Lindsay. We'll yeah. do it up. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you very much for everything, guys. I really do appreciate it. Thank I, you. I hope it was everything you guys did. Man, I love that you were awesome, here. Dude. I appreciate great. it. Thank you very okay. much. Thank you so much. Cut it, D.